Yes, sir. Time to crank up the big, the bottles, and the boom shakalakas, baby. I am the captain. We are the sports brew, and we are rocking a wasted Wednesday up in this piece. So let's go ahead and get this. You know, honestly, I think there were some games where some of the, uh, you know, NFL teams looked like they were. They did their own version of a wasted Wednesday, except er, on a Sunday. God bless. It's like beat down central in some of those games. Good Lord. Anyway, let's go ahead and get everybody up in this piece. So first and foremost... As his Colts barely hung on against the Jacksonville Jaguars. <laughs> the one, the only, Shannon, the Twitter Terminator, McGuffin. Hey, up? man, I'll take it. Five and five in what? that AFC, man. That that thing is just a freaking train wreck at this point. Dude, God bless, man. I mean, it, it's... You could throw the dice at anybody, and they could probably win the damn thing. Because <laughs> Buffalo's lost to the Jacksonville Jaguars. <laughs> I mean, the Tennessee's lost to Eric Henry. Yep. You know, Baltimore. You know, I heard an interesting stat this week that Lamar Jackson's in the top ten in passing yards and rushing yards. Not against the damn Dolphins, he wasn't. Well, no. <laughs> Dick. <laughs> by the way, by the way, we didn't give it the uh, proper attention last week, but that fat man almost touchdown was absolutely glorious. Yes. Holy. Yes. They should have given it to him. Yes. Yeah, I know. Come on. We gotta give the fat man a touchdown. Right guard Robert Hunt, man. God bless. He deserved. I mean, he needed some gloss and some love for that one. That big boy rumbled towards the goal line, got flipped over, and reached the ball over the plane. Man. That was a glorious fat man touchdown. Wow, landing on top of his head. <laughs> that should have, could have, would have been. I'm surprised he didn't have like a neck sprain this week. I dude. know, right? God bless. But, uh, woo. You know, and, and also, you know, I was ready to start Fargo. Mm hmm. I was going to start Fargo, but then Tiger King season two got released today, so it, it went back down to list. Oh, about, Tiger! Is that I didn't, I didn't realize I got released today. Yeah, season oh, two of Tiger King. We have to get. I up. haven't seen it yet, so. Yeah, well, neither have I. So uh, yeah, unfortunately, that may take precedence over uh, over Fargo. That's for sure. <laughs> and it's all because of that bitch, Carol Baskin, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, all because of a couple of bitches on the sports room. Feisty D stat. Yeah. Couple of bitches with poor taste. Sounds like Carol Baskin <laughs> needs to visit the one and only D stat, bro. <laughs> Free admission to see a tiger. <laughs> it would confuse Donk, though, from cougar to tiger. I don't know how he'd handle that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how that would work out. Don't know. Anyway, anyway. All right, all right, all right. Here we go. Here we go. The one and only D stats. You ready to hit your cue, brother? Yes, sir. All right. Three, brew, and fun. Well, oh, I think I missed time to that. Oh, my goodness. What? Woo! There you go. Woo! Woo! <laughs> I blame the beer and the mixed drink I already had before we recorded. What do you want? Woo. <laughs> Woo. So, so, dear Mark, did you enjoy? Did you enjoy your Giants bye week? I did. <laughs> I did. Uh, I got to watch the uh, ever exciting uh, Detroit uh, Pittsburgh tie. Glorious. Um, it was you know just amazing football there. Great, great quality football, and uh, yeah. <laughs> 
No, I'm excited. I, I think I think it sounds like there's a good chance that Saquon is back this week, upcoming. So that would be good to see. Uh, recognize that it's against the Bucks, but hey, the Washington football team can beat him. Maybe we can too. Yeah. By the way, I have to ask, how in the hell did 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 the brow get ejected over like putting his shoe on? What the hell was that, dude? <laughs> I'll admit I did not even hear about that. <laughs> oh my gosh, it was terrible. <laughs> he got he got all upset because the referee resumed play while he was putting his shoe on. <laughs> wow! And then the referee threw him out of the game, getting upset at him. That's that, that's a new one. That is definitely a new one. <laughs> he, he got tossed. I think that's oh. more terrible than terrible. Terrible, <laughs> terrible. Oh man, the, I mean, it's just one of those things that's so dumb. It's like. Really? 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 How do you even accomplish that? <laughs> That's a great question. Uh, That's answer, a new one. Answer unknown. <laughs> By the way, quick react on the Lakers season so far. Uh, pretty awful, but, uh, well, it bad. But they, they don't have LeBron, so, I mean, that certainly accounts for a good bit. Uh, but, uh, no, they're, 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 they're super underperforming, which, which uh, you know, not great. But I... Got to wait to see if they flow better once LeBron's back in there. And I'm, I'm not exactly sure when that's expected to be. But will Anthony Davis sick the the Jokic brothers on that ref? <laughs> <laughs> he should. <laughs> that was one of my favorite, absolutely ridiculous storylines out of the NBA so far this season, man. Oh, dude, I'm telling you, uh, pro tip, man. Don't mess with the don't mess with the Serbs, bro. That's a bad idea, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a bad idea, dude. You're not wrong. <laughs> no, no, I'll no. do it. <laughs> <laughs> Joker got some family backing him up, man. That's a bad idea. <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> don't yeah. don't do it. Anyway, anyway, anyway. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you got to get Braun back. Um, and, you know, at some point, and it's like anything, I mean, he's got enough mileage on him. I certainly think they've got this year. But at some point, you just figure age and uh, getting tougher to recover. Um, you don't know how much and for how much longer he can push through and, and what they can accomplish. But it would be nice to see them have a strong finish. Uh, but he's at the table. He's, I mean, you know, it's not just the back nine. It's like the, you know, it's it's the last couple of holes there for Braun. So, we'll see what he's got. Hopefully, they have a, a good finish. I'd, I'd hate to see the tail of end of his career really be derailed by just injuries. Although, that would be the message that it's a clear time to peace out and hang him up. Um, sure. But uh, that would be such a crappy way uh, for a player of, of his caliber to go out. So, I hope that's not, you know, what this season ends up being. So uh, And, I mean, I, I'd say the, the, the biggest concern right now is, I mean, it's just – there's not really one aspect of the game where they look like they're doing well. They're not playing good defense. Right. They're not scoring anywhere near enough to compete uh, against the top top teams. So um, LeBron shouldn't be the one to fix all of that. No, He's not. So um, uh, uh, by the way, are you ready to call it Crypto.com Arena? <laughs> yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> like what? Why not? I know. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, uh, you know, there's a long history in, in, you know, professional sports of some really questionable and oddball naming, you know, stadium naming rights and all that kind of deal. At least Crypto.com. I mean, that seems to be like, you know, where a lot of things are going in the future. So, uh, you know, I'm buying my crypto up. 
That's how the <laughs> that's the deal these days. So anyway, all right, all right, all right. Let's go ahead and get a old Randy up in this piece, man. Dude, four ers took the damn Rams of the woodshed, bro. Whoa! I know. Yeah, that- they definitely <laughs> seem to have their number as of late. Well, you know, getting Kittle back was huge, and uh, Debo Samuel was an absolute freaking monster. Um, I mean, God bless, dude. I, I, I thought that was going to be a much better game than it was. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I'm happy for you. And it yeah. is it is kind of funny, given all the gloss and all the shiny new things and the OBJ signing. And, you know, we spent a lot of time on that last week. Uh, shame about Robert Woods, obviously. Uh, that's a real tough break for the Rams. So it ends up <laughs> fortuitous that they signed you know, OBJ, but that, that's, that's a work in progress. You don't know what that's going to turn into a guy like Woods. I mean, he, you know what I mean? He knew the scheme, knew the system and, and, you know, Stafford could rely on him in certain things. Some of that's timing, some of that's knowing where somebody's going to be. Some of it's the plays that they can run. And that was tough out of the gate. I mean, the Rams definitely had some self-inflicted wounds, but that being said, I mean, the 49ers were just ready to ball dude, and they just took it to them. So I, I know you were super happy about that, but uh, I, I guess what else do you get out of that game, man? I think what this shows is what the 49ers could have been all season long if they had just stuck with this identity from the word go. Mm-hmm. They they got I think they got real cutesy. I think Shanahan with his game planning was more trying to be more balanced when really when the team was winning, it was because of that running game because yeah. they were setting the tone and they were making sure to eat up the clock. Keep, keep the defense well rested, and of course, when you have when you break off big run plays, what'll happen is it'll get the defense hype, and then they start hitting harder and making plays, just like <clears throat> what you saw with Jimmy Ward with that pick six. Mm-hmm. I mean, he just took that. I mean, yeah, bounced off of Higby's hands, but he just took it and ran the distance for it. I mean, granted, you have to look at also the fact that the Rams, yeah, like you said, self inflicted wounds. I mean, how many drop passes do they have? And they, and they had clear sailing on some of these passes where all you do is catch it, turn up field, and there's the first down. Um, obviously, with Beckham being fresh for them, uh, the fact that he stopped on that route, on that deep route. Dude, I, whether that was a bad throw, a bad route, I mean, it was a bad something, man. I mean, it, and Stafford should have known better than to fire that sucker off in a double coverage. I mean, that was, that was a dubious decision in that moment. And I, I don't mind aggressiveness, right? But you look, you watch that play, and you're like, "Really? <laughs> what the hell, yeah, dude?" <laughs> I was like, "Who the hell are you throwing it to?" And all of a sudden, I see Beckham just kind of standing there looking at it. I'm like, "Dude, why did you stop?" Not, <laughs> oh well, screw it. You can stop all you want. I don't care. But like I said, just because we got the running game going, we had you know yeah. Debo just being a mo- absolute monster on the field. I mean, almost had, had you almost have to look at like, does he? If, as he continues to progress and if he continues to play this way the rest of the season, can do you have to kind of look at what a number one receiver really is? Because clearly he's a number one in a non-traditional sense mm-hmm. because he can do it all. This feels like, you know, we're at the we're at the point of the season where you start getting, you really get like these attitude games, you know what I mean, and identity games. And this felt like a real stamp on – where they're at in the season as far as a turnaround and an identity check for San Francisco. Uh, I mean, they're open, you know, they open with an 18 play 93 yard touchdown drive. That was 11 minutes, dude. When Garoppolo hit Kittle for the eight yard touchdown to cap that off. Yeah. You got that, that bobble uh, by Higby Ward getting a second interception return for the touchdown. 
you know, I mean, this just felt like a gut check. This is where we're at in the season. We're starting to get some people back, and, you know, we got to drop the hammer. Uh, and they did. And, you know, as a 49ers fan, you got to be happy. But just as an observation, you have to wonder, like, you know, the Rams have gotten a lot of gloss and certainly bringing in Von Miller, bringing in OBJ. I mean, there's going to be a period of acclimation, but God bless. I mean, some of the stuff they were doing, you're just – yeah, there's some woulda, coulda, shoulda moments in that game. I mean, fourth quarter when it's largely out of control. I mean, Van Jefferson bobbled a, you know, a touchdown that he really should have been able to bring in, but it, it it wasn't their game. But that's a tough, that's a tough deal for the Rams. Not not that I'm like oh boohoo for L.A. I'm not, but you know it, they've gotten so much gloss. It's just kind of an odd couple of weeks for them. They clearly need the buy to try to get themselves right to, to turn it on for the rest of the season. But, you know, we talked about this the other week, and it's like, you know, this is San Francisco's time. If they're going to gut check it and, and get going, they got to do it. So hugely critical game for them, and they showed up and they balled out. Debo was just an absolute stud. I mean, he rescued Mark's ass in the fantasy league. <laughs> <laughs> That's for damn sure. Yeah. But, you know, the 49ers had lost four or five. They lost four of five. You know, and keep in yeah. mind, this is their fifth straight win against the Rams. Fifth straight win against the Rams. It's like, if you, if you want to stop the bleeding, just play the Rams. That's kind of what it seems to be like <laughs> I, for this team. I guess so. I mean, they had four. But, they, four, but defense <clears throat> also kind of emulated what the Titans did the week before. So mm-hmm. it's almost like you have to wonder, did the Titans figure something out? to shut them down and will other teams try to continue to emulate? Cause once you saw what the Niners defense did, it's like, yeah, this is exactly what the Titans did. And we saw what happened. Yeah. Well, I mean, it also opens up some of those questions and you know, it's Stafford, obviously I, I do believe he's a good fit with McVay and there there's upside there, but you know, Stafford has a history of some struggle bus moments in Detroit and people generally blame, well, it's just a, it's a Lions thing. It's a Detroit thing. But it is fair criticism to wonder, and this is where I've been stuck for a while with Stafford, because I think he's a good quarterback, uh, but he hasn't won when it's really mattered the most. And, you know, felt like for a long time he stat padded, um, but better than, you know, I always think of Kirk Cousins, right? And Stafford, I believe Stafford's a better quarterback than Kirk Cousins, don't get me wrong. But they're, they're guys that produced, <clears throat> but they just didn't win when it really mattered the most. And they got some garbagey stats at the end. Cooper Cup obviously got a, you know about a, late in the game when it was out of reach. You know he got he got plenty of balls and racked up plenty of yards. Uh-oh. But yo, but you know when it mattered the most, where were they? What were they doing? You know, I mean, pr- probably one of the best completions of the night was you know Matthew Stafford's wife chucking a pretzel at a Forty Niners fan. <laughs> 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 I mean. By the way, what the hell is that, man? Come on. I mean, it's, it's better than Jackson Mahomes TikTok dancing, but chucking pretzels at people is a bad look, yo. <laughs> get back. Hey, I, I'm, I'm going to get for a pass just because she's been through some shit. So <laughs> no, I understand. I understand, man. I, I'll give her. I'll, I'll give her that one pass. Like it, it can be a bad moment. <laughs> you, you've been through some shit in your life, so yeah. I, I'll give you that one. But next time, no, no food fights, one. man. Stay in the luxury box if you got to. <laughs> Don't. It, that's a this big... ain't Animal House, man. No food fights. <laughs> no food fights. No food fights. Don't do it. 
So, but I really think this was an attitude, um, an attitude and identity moment for San Francisco. If they're going to turn it around, they start here. We see where it goes. Uh, but they did it. They did a hell of a job. The flip side of that is, as I wonder, and granted, some of these are some self-inflicted wounds, where you give credit to the Niners, but you go, really, y'all. And where it gets kind of dicey with speaking of Stafford is, it's this idea that, well, again, can't win the big games, and when it ma- when it matters most, you know, it kind of shrinks in the moment, you know. And I'm just kind of curious how the Uh-oh. rest of the season, <laughs> I know, uh, how the rest of the season plays out. You can talk about all kinds of stuff, fit and offense and blah, blah, blah. You said (coughs) balls. You know, if you turtle up when it matters the most, what are you going to do, man? Is that why you were breaking out that song pre-podcast, Justin? Which one? If if he's shrinking in the moment, you know what song we're talking about. I got a lot of stuff queued up. SDM, man. Oh. Yeah, I knew what Shannon was hitting wow. at. Wow! Like, oh, really? <laughs> wow! I'm just saying Holy you're bringing that out pre-podcast. Yeah, you talk about shrinking in the moment. I was like, uh oh. His, his wife is gonna fly here to Virginia and throw a pretzel at you, bro. <laughs> 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 Yikes! That's a throwback, dude. <laughs> we don't want that Stafford. We want you to rise to the occasion, yeah. my man. You got to put the staff back in Stafford, bro. That's all I'm saying. Right. <laughs> Damn, you're terrible. As a 49ers fan, I do not endorse that. He can just be uh, all shrinkage all he wants, as far as I Fuck care. Fuck him. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, I don't know what it is about the 49ers. The Rams when to play the 49ers. But God bless. Randy, wasn't that their fifth straight win against the Rams? Yep. Just a bad matchup for them, and I'm, I'm here for it. I was like, <laughs> like, if we could play them every game, I'd be like, let's go. Woo! <laughs> oh, bad deal, man. Bad deal. So, anyway, you know, I'm curious what the back half of the season well, I mean, we're week 10, so really the, the last chunk of the season. I think the upside for the Rams is very good, but they certainly haven't played up to that the past couple of weeks. And, you know, it's one thing to have a, a bad game. You know, there's plenty of teams that have the old bulligan week or, or just whatever, man. It's just a bad game, bad day. Somebody's got your number, whatever, man. Those things happen over the course of a season. But they, they definitely need the buy. They definitely need the buy. It'll give OBJ a little bit more time to get acclimated. Uh, and get right, and and we'll see where they go. But uh, I I think this does open up a lot of the old criticism of Stafford, and I'll be curious how he handles that and how they handle that. Not that Randy gives two Fs about that. (laughs) (laughs) I know that you don't. you got to figure with Stafford, he's actually in a a big market now, too, where they're going to dissect him. Yeah, well, I mean... Compared to Detroit, where, you know, it's not... The media is not going to be all over him, like in. But in L.A., shit, oh, I'm sure they're just roasting him right now. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, at some point, depending on how the season plays out, that that's it's re- it's a relevant question because the pressure the pressure is going to get get dialed up in a way that's different than in Detroit. You know what I mean? Because it it means more, right? The weight of expectations. I mean, a lot of people were talking about him as an MVP candidate. 
So you've got the weight of expectations for winning, uh, for the playoffs, uh, obviously with how they've built their team, which is, you know, I mean, you got the coffee mug, you know, fuck them picks, right? Um, <laughs> they're doing <laughs> those regret things. regret that one. Yeah, they might. So, you know, if it blows up in their face, then, you know, there's a message in that. So Stafford has a chance to really put a stamp on, you know, his legacy. And it's not like he's going to retire this year. It's not a matter of that. He's got a window of time. But there is something. The old criticisms from Detroit will follow him until he proves otherwise. Where he's a good quarterback, but is he, you know, is he just stat padding or can he win when it really matters? And that's a good team. They've got upside. But, God, man, the 49ers have their number, dude. So, you know, that that's a tough deal. Tough deal. So, anyway, um, Shannon, I want to go back real quick. As far as the Colts, uh, I want to uh, raise a glass real quick to uh, Jonathan Taylor, by the way. Holy oh, yeah. crap, is that dude a damn beast. Steal in the second round. You know, one thing I'm glad is that they're not, um, you know, they're letting these running backs, particularly in the goal line, <laughs> They're really letting them play some of those runs out where they can muscle into the end zone. And sometimes you get that old sea of bodies, you know. <laughs> but I'm glad they're letting them do that. And you saw that in the first uh, first quarter, by the way, where Taylor had that, oh that tough-ass run on first and goal. And just, you know, all these people are up around him. But I'm glad they're not blowing those plays dead because it really would have robbed Taylor of just an absolutely tough running glory touchdown. I mean, that was just, that was fantastic. So, you know, kudos for the, to the Jaguars for making it, you know, competitively entertaining late in the game. But uh, Colts iced that up by forcing a Trevor Lawrence fumble late. Uh, but Taylor, by the way, he has seven straight games over 100 yards from scrimmage with a touchdown. There are only three other running backs to accomplish this feat. So ever? That, ever. All right, you said seven straight he, with. Taylor has seven straight games over 100 yards from scrimmage with at least one touchdown. LT? Right. I was going to say LT the year he got the 30 touchdowns. LT's one of them. Yeah. Jim Brown? Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. Emmett? Nope. Walter? Nope. Barry? Nope. Wow. I mean, it, it, it's, it's, it's super rare. One name, one name you'll know. One name I would imagine nobody will. Uh, Holmes, Lydell Mitchell from the Baltimore Colts. You're going way back. Uh, That's definitely way back. Yeah, and Larry Johnson. Larry Johnson. That was the other one I was going to say. Good old LJ. Ugh. Mm-hmm. Grandmama. Grandmama. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it really is. It, it's a great. Wow. Accom- it's it's a hell of an accomplishment, and they've really they've really cranked it up over the past couple of weeks, and. You know, I would say that's preferable as opposed to, you know, relying on uh, Carson Wentz cranking up the left hand jobbies. <laughs> so, Yikes! That just sounds wrong. <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> uh, I'll also, kind just of, eat it, man. <laughs> yes. Eat like Rex Ryan. Eat a snack. <laughs> <laughs> eat a goddamn snack, bro. And also kind of a fun factoid, like special kudos, because you're not going to get a lot of uh, gloss in Jaguars land these days. Uh, but Agnew uh, popped off for a 66-yard touchdown oh run. Gosh, yeah. uh, it, it was a hell of a play. Um, mm. Agnew, by the way, has caught a touchdown pass. He's run for a touchdown. 
He's returned a kickoff for a touchdown, and he's returned a missed field goal for a touchdown. Gotta let him throw one, right? Right. That, that's all he needs, man. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> he's got to throw one, and, and he's covered. You know, just unless you're going to play him on defense too. <laughs> you know, you kinda, I mean, kinda hail kinda Mary run. situation. Yeah, maybe so. So uh, I would ask, I would ask you this, Shannon. How do you feel about the Colts at this point in the season, and you know, just what is kind of in front of them um well in front of them is a brutal stretch mm-hmm. um at buffalo home against tampa then you get sort of a reprieve at houston i'm sure ty hilton will play in that he'll game. play in that game <laughs> and then, uh, it'll, then it'll be out for three more <laughs> and then uh, we get the bye week and then should be a juicy matchup with the Patriots, you know. A couple mm-hmm. of, uh, you know, I think they're six and four, we're five and five, depending on how things, you know, could be playing for a wild card spot. Mm-hmm. Then at Arizona, so I mean, for the next five, I mean, tough stretch um, for them. So they 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 need that running game, a, and uh, b. Carson Wentz needs uh, needs healthy T. Y. Hilton and everyone to really contribute and that defense needs to get healthy quick. Mm-hmm. But are you reasonably confident in their upside over the course of the uh, rest of the season or honestly I think we'll probably know by the time they hit the bye week where if they win two out of three there's an opportunity there. If they mm-hmm. only beat Houston I, I'm not really feeling it. Mm. it. Of course AFC is such a freaking clusterfuck anyway so uh, but yeah. i mean it's, it's it's you know the the baltimore game hurt the tennessee game where they went to overtime <clears throat> where derrick henry got hurt they yeah i felt like they probably if carson doesn't make a couple of dumb mistakes there i think they have an opportunity yeah you know those are two games i feel we've thrown away so it, it's it's tough uh but We'll see when we go to Buffalo this weekend how uh, how they respond because Buffalo cleaned up some stuff pretty well. <laughs> well, it, it, they got the Jets, which helped. That's um, not, and, and Jets have given up like forty five points in three of the last four games, dude. Dude, that's insane. Ooh, I mean, look, uh, Rex Ryan's come out of the woodwork. I mean, I didn't realize there was a feud between Rex Ryan and Sala, but God bless. Uh, the Jets have given up 54, 31, 45, and 45 in the last four games. Terrible, dude. Terrible. Well, and Terrible. freaking, uh, what's his face? <laughs> Rex Ryan. Dude, you, you can talk all that noise you want to, but a lot of those players were Mangini's. You know, he had really built that defense, and Rex Ryan kind of inherited that. So, Salah's got a much larger building job. And if if it's a one on one fight, I'm taking Sala every day of the week, twice on Sunday. Yeah, I mean, all Rex Ryan really needs to do is go eat a fucking cheeseburger and shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Mark, remind me, who was it that told you to eat a cheese- cheeseburger? Oh, Lenny Dykstra. Dykstra. Yes. That's amazing. That's awesome. Go, go eat a cheeseburger. <clears throat> I, is he in I, prison now? 
I'd forgotten I'm not about sure. you. I, I, he, 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 he may have been. I mean, he had a bunch of embarrassing stuff. He had like some like failed celebrity boxing, celebrity, um, and shit like that it was bad. But yeah, he very well may be. By the way, speaking of celebrity boxing, how about Frank Gore going to go against uh, oh, that's Darren so Williams? Weird. That's a random one, yeah. <laughs> it would not surprise it... me if he won. Yeah, oh, no, no, dude. absolutely not. And why hasn't anybody brought Gore in with all the running back injuries, man? Like, why was Baltimore thinking? I think he's just been <laughs> so focused on trying to get into the boxing ring that he, he just hasn't He's waiting until it's closer to the playoffs. He only has so yeah. much gas in the tank, bro. He's not rolling up midseason. He's rolling up in, like, week 14, right? <laughs> <laughs> or week, week 13. He needs three games, right? you got to be on the uh, 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 active roster for three games to get credit for the season, right? Is that what it is? He's waiting until later in the year. Then he'll be available. Uh, side note, um, <laughs> regardless of the Rex Ryan and, and solid feud, uh, the, the Jets' defense has been terrible. Over the last four games, they've given up uh, just almost 1,900 yards, which is the most ever allowed in franchise history over a four-game stretch. They've given up 175 points. That's the second most by any team since the merger in 1970. And the only reason I, I, I referenced this is because uh, I wanted to be sure to bring this up uh, for the varsity squad in New York. Uh, the Jets are also the first team since the 1966 Giants to allow 45 points or more in three of four games. <laughs> Sorry, Mark. <laughs> oh, thanks, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, buddy, oh, pal. <laughs> hey, his parents weren't even alive then, so it no, matter. no. Oh my so God. much sincerity there. I could yeah. just feel it. There's a lot. There's a lot. There's a lot. Certainly, <laughs> um, yeah, look. I mean, the Jets. That was a get-right game for uh, the Bills. Quite clearly, Allen was a stud. Diggs was a stud. We got the return of of Matt Breida. That was wild. So, you know, I I don't know. It's hard to get a full read on what that that is. I mean, Mike White had four four interceptions. I mean. Yes, kudos to the Bills for getting them, but some of those were some uh, – they were atrocious throws. Well, and I think even bigger than that, the team rushing, it was 24 rushes for 139 yards, and mm-hmm. Josh Allen only counted for three of those yards, which I think is a huge deal for them going yeah. forward that they get that running game going. Oh, so they need to. It's not all on him. No. So, uh, yeah, I, I don't know how, you know, Breida really f- – what that's going to look like with them. I mean – you know, we're clearly at a point where there's a lot of RBBCs in the which is fine, real world standpoint. Sometimes that's just what it is, but I think Breida does give him uh, a good dynamic. He's a player that definitely has some pop uh, used in the right situations. Obviously, Randy, you're familiar with him from his time with the 49ers, but yep. Um, you know, with him, it's just stay healthy, stay on the field. So, uh, and that's going to help them out quite a bit. I mean, excellent receiver out of the backfield. Fast as hell. And oh, just, fa- but, yeah, oh, it's always yeah. been durability issues. Yeah, 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 definitely, definitely. Uh, what game y'all want to jump to next? Anything random? We talked about the Titans a moment ago. There's some fun factoids with Tennessee, by the way. Let's do it. All right, <clears throat> All right so uh, the <laughs> Titans took care of the Saints 23-21. to um, I will say, yet again, we got another one of these gross-ass, rough-in-the-passer calls. Uh, second quarter was a 6-6 to game. Titans were driving, and Tannehill had a throw that got picked off in the end zone. But the Saints got you know stuck with one of those rough in the passer calls, not as awful as some of the other ones we've seen, but certainly bad enough. 
the Titans end up getting a touchdown on first and goal. Tannehill actually took it in uh, after that penalty. But uh, look, here's the thing, man. I want, you know, you have to give the Saints some kudos for clawing their way back into that game. There was a point they were they were down, you know, twenty to six, uh, and they got back into that. Mark Ingram, who really felt like he was largely done, uh, looks rejuvenated uh, back with New Orleans. So you know, good on them. Good on him. Really, Ingram, by the way, became the Saints' all-time leading rush from the third quarter. He passed. <laughs> Any of y'all know who was the Saints' all-time Deuce. leading rusher? Good old Deuce, Deuce McAllister, man. So he he pa- he passed that. So kudos to Ingram for that one. Uh, but look for the Titans. It's crazy how close he was to breaking the record, and uh-huh. they just let him go. They said, "Peace out." Well, they they wanted to protect Deuce. No, I'm just kidding. Um, they just, yeah, I mean, that was just a money move and he, and he was older, but you know, it's one of those things that's tough. I mean, you certainly have to be able to let players go, right? Cause you can overpay to keep a particular player or a talent or whatever. And sometimes for the, you know, just the health of your, your financial situation, the roster, sometimes you have to move on. Totally get right. that. Right. Um, but Ingram just, it, I, I love having Kamara and, and Ingram together. I, I just think it's better. So I'm happy. I'm glad for him. I'm happy for him that he's back with the Saints. I don't know what this year holds in store for them, obviously. I think Trevor Simeon has done an admirable job. Uh, and he's had some moments where he's been pretty decent. Some of that might be a, certainly a credit to Sean Payton getting coaching him up and getting him ready and putting him in some good positions. But I really think part of the, the, the bigger story here is just what the Titans have done over the first 10 weeks of the season. Keep in mind, they, you know, five straight wins against playoff teams from last season. They beat the Bills, the Chiefs, the Colts, the Rams, and the Saints. They're 7-0 versus playoff teams from last year. They have a six-game win streak. It's the longest active streak in the NFL. And over the first 10 weeks, and, you know, this is one of those things that, you know, you're basing it off of what last year was. I get that, Okay. But for the first 10 weeks, the Titans had the hardest strength of schedule in the NFL. 7-0 versus 2020 playoff teams, 8-2 overall. The rest of the season, they have the easiest strength of schedule in the NFL. They have one game versus a 2020 playoff team. And their opponents currently have a, a .336 win percentage. So, that's a good setup. If you're a Tennessee fan, <laughs> that's a good setup for y'all. A really good setup. That's is a, there any chance that Henry comes back this season? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There is. There is. They. That's one of those things that they're going to have to make a decision about how hard to put. Now, some of that is is how does he heal? When is he close to being ready? And do they want to give him extra time to rest? Because it's it's certainly one of those injuries. If you bring him back too early, higher risk that he re you know re injures that. And then he's done for the year. So right. I would believe that given their, you know, what their schedule sets up as, and again, there's a flaw in that because it's based on last year, um, partially based on last year, but uh, it, it's a good setup. Uh, they should be, you know, just about a lock for a playoff position. It's a matter of seeding. And you hate to say that because a lot of things can happen in the next, you know, uh, in the in the next chunk of time, but they play they play tough, man. They play tough and they find ways to win, and that's a mark of a good team. That's a mark of a well coached team, uh, and they're certainly overcoming adversity. Uh, I would 
think that it's in their best interest to be conservative with Derrick Henry. Because if there's a point in time, I mean, if they're at risk of missing the playoffs and he wants to come back, that's one thing. Okay. But if they're in a good position, give him the extra time. Get through the regular season, bring him back for the playoffs. Right. Certainly, you can't replace Derrick Henry. You can run him back by committee all you want with McNichols and AP and was it Foreman? Uh, mm-hmm. You know, you, you, there's something there, but it, there's not. It's not Derrick Henry. I mean, Der, Derrick Henry's a, a, an all timer. So again, gritty team, uh, finding ways to win. I, I think if, you know if you're going to roll the dice on it, you give him as much time as you can, because if you get him back late, late, late season or for the playoffs, um, you can ease him back in and then just go to town and go at it. But yeah, I mean, he can. Yeah, he should be able to play this season again. I mean, I hate to say it quite like that, but realistically, it's a reasonable expectation to believe he's going to be available to them again this season. I just don't believe it's going to be the regular season, and they're going to have to make the proverbial business decision uh, and make a judgment call for him later. Because I mean, who knows? I mean, you, you know how players are. Sometimes they're just willing to get back on the field even when they shouldn't. So they might. You mean like Russell Wilson? Yes, uh, he was definitely back a little bit early. He probably needed another week or two. I tell you what, though, the, the schedule kind of lines up perfect. If you give him till the last game, their last game's at Houston. That's mm-hmm. a nice little warm-up game for him. Yeah, that would be. You know, where you, you get him in, just get a couple of you know a couple of carries just to get some hits and just to get a you know mm-hmm. you know tote the rock a little bit, and then get ready for what the playoffs are. So. Um, yeah, because I don't know if I'm bringing them in. Like, it's Houston this week at New England next week. Then they get a bye. Then it's Jacksonville at Pittsburgh mm-hmm. versus San Francisco on a short week. Mm-hmm. Um, and Maybe, then, yeah, it's, it's the Thursday night game right before Christmas, mm-hmm. right? And then you got home against Miami, and then at Houston. And Miami's defense has been balling, so I, I'm just going to play them against Houston. Just ease them back in that last game. Yeah, because. Yeah, you're eight and two. I mean, you get Jacksonville. They might, they might lose one of those games. Well, I, you know, again, <clears throat> they've got some flexibility because they have they have a great record and it's a favorable schedule in the back on, on the back Very chunk of favorable. the year. Yeah. So if they if they handle their business and play up to or near the level they're currently playing at, um, they're going to win most most of those games. So. It will set up nicely for them uh, in the playoffs, and then and then at that point playoffs. And then at that point, if you have Derrick Henry back, then mm. yo, it's wide open, bro. Oh, is that what she said? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not what Trent Richardson said. No, <laughs> no. he'd still miss the hole. <laughs> <laughs> Distinct possibility. Trent Richardson. There you go. Song dedicated to you, bro. <laughs> Trent, Trent didn't understand the assignment. <laughs> no. Trent Richardson definitely did not understand the assignment. Not even close. I understood the assignment. There you go. Click, click, pull. Good job, Mark. Lock on me. <laughs> 
Also, who knew Trent Richardson was going to get a shout out in tonight's sports brew? I mean, who he's kind of feel good about that. I didn't. Uh, <laughs> uh, by the way, Mark, I gotta uh, I gotta ask the the Mets fans here. Um, how how are y'all uh, feeling about this whole Syndergaard thing to the Angels? <laughs> uh, yeah, not 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 too, not too happy about it. Um, it it's uh it's it it stings because you know no one Mets fans or otherwise knows what he's going to look like next season. Right. Um, dude's basically not pitched for you know almost three years. Uh, came in through a couple. Couple of decent innings at the end of the season last year in AAA and and you know like two innings in the pros or whatever and that was it. Um, so no idea what he's gonna look like. Mets fans, um, I don't know. I think any decent Mets fan uh, loves the guy for his fire. Um, let's talk about it. it's a pre podcast with mm-hmm. uh, one of my fellow Mets fan uh, uh, Buddha and he. And I both, you know, love the dude's personality, fieriness. Um, probably one of my favorite, like, sports quotes ever was uh, back his rookie season, right after the uh, first uh, World Series game we played against the Royals and certainly was getting, you know, a lot of flack from uh, Royals fans and Royals players for pitching inside, uh, mainly to this one guy, Escobar. And uh, just a phenomenal quote where he just said, look, he's got a problem with pitching, pitching inside. He can come meet me 60 feet, six inches away. Uh, it's a phenomenal line. Come, <laughs> come, come meet me on the mound. Uh, for, for a rookie, it's a bold statement. And, and that kind of solidified the kind of person he was. And, and, and I'm sure plenty of non-Mets you know, fans uh, didn't like him for it, but I, I loved him for it. He wasn't yeah. a dick. He was just confident. He was bold. And, um, you know, bold certain, personality. Yeah, huge personality, very entertaining, very entertaining on social media. He fit New York perfectly. And, you know, where it mainly stings is, and, you know, none of us know all the stuff that was going on behind the scenes, but, you know, he made very clear that he he wanted to be in New York. I mean, he really did. And so all expectations were that he would take the qualifying offer, which was like 18 mil, and what he got offered from the Angels and took, 21 million. $3 $3 million, you know, seems like a lot of money to, to all of us probably, but to a, a professional athlete for one year, one year, you know, but both deals would have been one year, not that significantly different. It's just, it's just not, especially if you really wanted to be in New York. <laughs> I mean, so, um, He'll probably pay more in taxes in Cali than he would in New York. Exactly. I mean, does I mean, he? Not, I don't know. Not, I, mean, I would imagine no. New York, both of them are, are outrageous. Both of them are, are, are steep, but yeah, LA is ridiculous. I, I kind of think Shannon's probably right. Uh, Maybe. I, I know a lot of people who have gotten out of there because the taxes are so ridiculous. But either way, expensive places to live for sure. <laughs> I know it well over here, up here in DC, um, all three <laughs> places. But uh, <laughs> so. I don't know. I guess the last thing I'd say is that most industry in- insiders uh, are, are saying like, uh, "Angels, are, are are y'all good? What 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 the fuck?" Like, because I mean, as as a Mets fan, I get <laughs> why we're all you know super excited for the prospect of what might be uh, next year. But like, again, for any other team, like you, you haven't seen him pitch. He hasn't he hasn't pitched. Right. And so you know, offering him twenty one mil. Yeah, it's just for a year, but I mean that's that's a significant amount of money for a year, where it could just be a dumpster fire. 
I don't anticipate it being, and and I'm still gonna root for the guy, but you'll certainly find a lot of Mets fans who are like, f him, uh, f him for this. You know, he's dead to me. Um, I'm not that kind of dude. No, that's but, a little uh, bit harsh. But it's it's it, 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 it stings a lot. Exactly. It's yeah. it's, it's professional sports. Uh, I don't believe he w- took it as a middle finger to New York whatsoever. He put out a very nice video today. Um, honestly, I, I I won't even deny. It. I love the dude enough. I mean, I got a little choked up watching it, but uh, a very nice video to. Uh, New York and to the New York fans, um, and um, I don't know. It was it was a big shocker. There were basically two two major uh, free agents for the Mets uh, going in this uh, off season. Uh, Dor and, and Michael Conforto, and most people expected that Conforto was probably going to be the one that would would leave, and, and and he he was offered a qualifying offer too, and didn't take it. And that's as understood understood that one. But uh, this one, you know, it just by all measures. I think pretty much everybody was pretty certain that he would, you know, he would take it and stay stay in New York. So this this one hurts. This one stings. Well, if somebody's got to try to help, you know, Mike Trout win in the playoffs, right? <laughs> yeah, and and then do I mean that's that's that, that <laughs> really. I mean, first. <laughs> true, true. But uh, I mean, yes. Otani, Otani, if he if Otani can keep up Otani things, I, I love watching him. Trout, uh, I would hope most anybody who cares about baseball enjoys watching Trout. Dude is you know just a you know, absolute phenom. Uh, so I mean, their, their their pitching is where they've already struggled. Uh, uh, I don't think that anybody can expect that Thor is going to come in and you know be an ace right off the bat. I mean, that's just that's just extremely unlikely. Uh, but their pitching has always been their 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 weakness. So you know, I, I hope for their sake he you know helps them step up a bit, and uh, we'll see. I'm trying to remember. There was a guy from the Bengals. I don't remember if it was a linebacker. He was a a really good player, and I don't I don't remember if he ever made the playoffs or he didn't make the playoffs until super late in his career. I'm trying to remember. Oh my lord, phenomenal player, and it just just settled with the suctitude of Cincinnati for a long time. And I don't remember if he ever did make the playoffs. Are we talking recent or back in the day? No, I mean recent enough. I mean within the last ten, fifteen, you know ish years I, I would think he would have retired i don't it's not Corey dillon um should, should, a linebacker it, it, like. it, nah. it should be a linebacker <clears throat> oh man hold on we all know it's not Vontez to Perfect, chaos spikes so. yes uh, did, didn't he end up in the going to the playoffs with the 49ers though he may have gotten one somewhere along the line but i mean he was like a huge chunk of his career was just yeah. being such a great player and just never, <clears throat> never making it. But we'd have to go back and, and look. Well, here you go. I like how Google, one of the questions is, did Takeo Spikes ever make the playoffs? Spikes played 15 season and has the distinction of playing in more regular season games in NFL history without a playoff appearance than any other player. Wow. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, the, I know he played for Buffalo. You know one of the other questions that pops up with Spikes: Who has the biggest neck in the NFL? Oh lord! <laughs> <laughs> He's been called the most jacked linebacker in the NFL. Yeah, He's a he, damn good linebacker. Oh, he was great, man. He just was on some shit teams. You know that that's not his fault. You know what are you gonna do? Uh, by the way, uh, Shannon, I gotta ask, man. Um, just a quick college basketball react. Uh, first of all, I'm sure there was a don't you know who I am thing that got dropped. But how in the hell does the grandson of Coach K and Banchero end up in a situation where they're facing DWI related charges? 
What kind of stupidity is that? Young and dumb, man. Young and dumb. I mean, just just stay at the house. <clears throat> Come on, house. man. And realize who your grandfather is, dude. Like, understand, like, if you're going to do something stupid and illegal, just stay at the house. Don't go drive. Don't put your grandpa in that position. Call a Bruber, y'all. We've talked <clears throat> about this. Bruber. Bruber. Call a Bruber. Mark, I- come on fellow duke fan what the hell <laughs> ah man it's so frustrating what that the hell just, uh, it's just so i mean we just saw what happened with with rugs and all that's just uh just don't yeah just don't fucking do it or it's as just, uh, or as randy would say oh <laughs> hard drive <laughs> all, wake up all you're gonna do <laughs> do it uh <laughs> Well, if that's all you guys are going to do is blow Duke, I might as well just go to bed. (laughs) (laughs) I think that hard drive drive was also apparently in uh, DWI land. What are you going to do, man? I mean, I needed to click, click, play. I mean, my God. (laughs) I really have to to move that folder to one of the SSDs, man. I I really do. That's like a project. Maybe sometime over the next couple of weeks when I've got some downtime, uh, maybe I'll take the uh, the old sound bites folder and move it across. You know. Fuck them. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, just, I, go ahead. I was gonna say this is one of those situations where, I you know you can't you, it doesn't matter what your name is, you need to really be thinking. You know, it's like hey, I have a legacy here. This is what my family is. I, I need to be a little bit smarter about it. Obviously, when you think when you're young and dumb and think you're invincible, this is when dumb shit like this happens. Yes. <laughs> Very much so. Stay I'll be cu- the house. I'll be curious how that plays out. I haven't seen an update on that situation yet, but that's just it's so early in the season. It's a, it's a bad look, man. That's a that's a bad 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 look. And Coach K had to be livid. I think he'll set them for a game or two. Yeah. At least one game, if not two games. Yeah. I'll be surprised if he didn't. Yeah. And, and I mean, uh, yeah, not this, this, this isn't for us to like go down too deep. No, it's not. Well, well, no, not that, but I was just specifically say like, if there's a one, like, you know, just absolutely moronic decision crime that should be like, so drastically dropped, um, and I'm, sh- I, I have to imagine it has, but like, I just, it should be even more so, uh, since, you know, time is, you know, progressed and, and technology progressed. It, it's DUIs and DWIs. I mean, just, just, you know, with all the options, I mean, again, we I mean, were talking about ones to do with, you know, athletes and celebrities who have even more resources at their fingertips mm-hmm. and plenty of money to pay for all of them. But like, you know, still <clears throat> Ubering and things like that. I mean, it's cheaper than a taxi. And um, for anybody who not doesn't think about it in the, in the moment, uh, it's gonna be a hell of a lot cheaper to get an Uber or Lyft, whatever the hell you want to get, uh, than it is gonna be to pay your uh, fines and bail and all that if you get busted. So um, yeah, let's uh, let's make yeah. the market. Well, I mean, you-, you know, one good thing is is it, I feel like we're on the cusp of like legitimate, true self-driving cars. I mean, we're not there yet. True. You know, um, you can make some arguments about that, but I, I don't believe we're really there yet. But we're cl- no, not quite. We're close. We're, 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 we're close. We're close. We're not too far off. And then there's going to be a point where you, you just don't have to do any of that stuff, man. And, and if you do, you're yeah. an idiot. Right. Because you'll be able to dial whatever rando, 
you know, I, I forget what they were called in Total Recall. <laughs> was it Johnny Cab or something like that? Yes, Randy? Yeah, Johnny it was Cab. Johnny Cab. Yep. You're going to be able to get a Johnny Cab, you know what I'm saying? And just go home, man. You know, even Dirk knows, man, if, if you're out getting sauce like that. Get it, get get the Johnny Cab, bro. Get out of there, man. Just do it. Yeah, it's just it's just a shame. Uh, just a shame. So I, I don't know how that's gonna play out. But anywho, uh, let's shift gears a little bit. You know, we talked about some teams that have rebounded, and I'm gonna say I'm gonna save Washington. I think for segment two, so we can have a, a deeper dive with that. Um, but we certainly have to give. Uh, uh, <laughs> you know how much I love doing this. Uh, but we have to give the Cowboys some credit. I know it was the Falcons. I know it was the Falcons. But they Falcons. beat they beat the ever living shit out of Atlanta. I I don't know if they were like, "Hey Dan Quinn, this bud's for you." But they beat the crap out of Atlanta. That was <laughs> all kinds of rough, dude. I mean, they were going they were going forward on fourth down. I mean, it was that was aggressive. <laughs> but how satisfying was that for Quinn to just have that team just oh, lay the lumber on his own? Of course it was. Are you kidding? So I think, and then I, I read. I think he got the, one of the game balls too. So yeah, he should have. That, that that was the team. That was the the game I was gonna take, and then I taught myself into taking the damn Bucks against the against Washington. Way to go! <laughs> and see, so Shannon, that that whole thing about Swear Detroit, you were gonna you would have gotten screwed no matter what. You said balls. No, if it's a tie, it's not a loss. Just ask Najee Harris. <laughs> <laughs> And Donovan McNabb, they know all about the tie system. <laughs> dude, I, I tell you, man, I just, I don't know, man. Kickers. Freaking kickers, kickers, dude. I mean, they miss an extra point and miss a field goal. I, their officials were even giving them yardage and overtime. Like, come on, guys. You, you can do it. <laughs> uh, Mark. We'll call roughing the passer, give you 15 more. Come on. Yeah, I, I tell you what. We'll, we'll talk about that, that Steelers Lions game in a second. Let's Ugh. polish off this, this Cowboys. Yes, because I, I, I want to hear. I want to hear from Mark on that one. Uh, but anyway, the Dan Quinn revenge game, uh, and Ceedee Lamb was a stud. Uh, the Cowboys were super aggressive. I mean, they went for it on fourth and five. You know, Zeke obviously balled out. You know, I, I mean, they just kept going for it in scenarios where you're like, you sure about that? You know, a Dak hit Gallup near the end zone on fourth and three. It's like field goal, schmield goal. I mean, you know, Zeke bagging another uh, goal line touchdown. They they were up twenty one to three. Then they were up twenty eight to three, and of course, twenty eight to three. I mean, anything with Atlanta. If you got <laughs> if you got twenty eight to three, bro, you know they know what's up, man. They they got taken to the woodshed on Twitter, and they had a tweet, and they were just like, yeah, all right. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we know. Yeah, we know. I mean, number one, good for good, good on them for owning that one because you knew it was a shit show. You knew it was a shit show, and uh, I thought I thought that was great. Yeah, yeah, we know. <laughs> 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 that was hilarious. That was hilarious. So you know, um, credit Dallas though because they yeah. got embarrassed the week before, they had a horrible performance, they and they came out. And that's that's what quality teams do, man. And that tells me that they're going to be right in the thick of it at the end, yeah. Because they just just said not that they. What do you say to the god of death? Not today. Not today. And not they, today. They just smoked them. Mm-hmm. They 
blocked a punt late, uh, late in the second quarter, recovered that in the end zone for a touchdown. I mean, it, they, uh, they got up big on them. And it, I mean, that they handled them, man. They handled them. So, you know, that was Dallas's biggest halftime lead since 1971. That was the highest scoring quarter in franchise history. They had 20, uh, 29 points in the second quarter. I mean, it was just ridiculous. I mean, that, that was a 100% absolute ass whooping, dude. And Trevon Diggs had another pick. He leads the NFL with eight. Damn. So, I mean, I, I mean, that was, that was just, that was just a whooping, dude. So not that I'm like, oh, let me gloss up uh, Dallas here, <laughs> but I, I think you have to give credit where credit's due, and uh, you know Dak certainly had a tough outing the other week, as did that, you know their offense did, and people are quick to pile on anything with with Dallas, man. People are quick to pile on, people are quick to give them gloss, all that stuff, uh, but that was a hell of a rebound because you know that loss, that loss against you know uh, the Broncos, I would say would was embarrassing. So good on them for getting that done. <laughs> Uh, showing up and balling out. Uh, Mark, all kidding aside, as far, as far as that ugliness of that game, but I, I will ask: did, did Megan stick through that that Steelers Lions game? Did, did were, oh yeah? Did y'all? No, she, all right. She, she, she's she's loyal. We watched it all the way through. Uh, I got plenty of thoughts, but if you want to wait until segment two, I'll, I'll wait. But. No, no. I'd, I'd I'd like to hear. You know, we can wrap segment one. Uh, with, no. with with a with a tie, I, I don't. <laughs> you know, I need I, what what is that Benny Hill song? I, we need that like yakety sax. Yak, we, we need some yakety. Here, don't, if we're going to talk, talk about the, the, this game, we need some yakety sax. That I, that I think that's the only way to talk about this game. There you go. All right, Mark Steelers Lions, give me the yep. lowdown, bro. So you know, no, 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 Ben. And so I mean, that that, that certainly d- deserves uh, you know plenty of acknowledgement. But but Rudolph and the all- offense did all right. I mean, they didn't do great by any stretch, but they did all right. <laughs> um, however, the, the 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 main frustration that I had watching the whole thing was that Detroit was just gashing them in the run game. Just absolutely. I mean, not not not. I mean, give the running backs credit, but like I mean, it was mostly just finding these holes in the middle of the line that just, I mean, I, I could have gotten at least a clean 15 without getting touched. Um, <laughs> and they weren't making any adjustments. And I just feel like at this point, I mean, I, I, I know I told you, I feel like for a significant chunk of the first half, I don't know how long it lasted, but I mean, golf was like like two of seven or three of seven <laughs> for 11 yards or something like that passing. Like, I mean, regardless of that, I mean, I, I feel like any team, basically, this should be their mindset, but, like, make golf and the passing game prove that they can beat you. Uh, the only reason Detroit stayed in this game was they had one huge kickoff return that set them up in good field position for their first score. Yeah. And uh, and then, yeah, the running game, um, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but I know it was uh, good two, 200 and some. Um it was they just just annihilated them, and I just don't understand why the the Steelers didn't make any adjustments to stack up and say, "All right, Jared Goff, you and these you know no name receivers, y'all are gonna be the ones to beat us." Yeah, I thought I, I, I thought I saw that the Lions had like two hundred nine yards through like the first three quarters, two twenty nine yeah. total. For yeah, the game. which is yeah. that's obscene. Oh, it's bonkers, and and really, I mean, I I, I would love to know how how. Yeah, you know, I don't know if this stat was, you know, is, is tracked by anybody, but how many of those runs? I mean, the runner got probably at least, you know, 15 yards or so without, you know, being touched. I mean, it was just, 
I mean, they're just doing whatever they wanted, and I just, I just don't get it, man. For the life of me, I do not get it. Didn't TJ get like hurt and have to go out of the game or something? Um, yeah, I think he he was out of there for a stretch, if not longer. I'm, I'm that I'm not remembering, but uh, but still, I mean, he's 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 not the entire of the defense, and I mean, it's let's 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 not, you know. I don't think we're talking about you know a, a, a top tier running game in, in in my book, not 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 awful. I'm not 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 hating, but I mean, not great. Not 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 the way that I mean. Again, it wasn't like the, these were like really tough, well earned yards. I mean, the the defense was just getting just just these wide open holes. So, um, pretty I mean, pretty look, embarrassing when finish. You, when you get taken to task by Godwin Igwabwigwe, <laughs> did I get his name even remotely correct? I'm just gonna say yes. Igwabu. I've had too much to drink to even attempt this name. <laughs> the, the, the announcer, the announcer was hating himself every time he tried to pronounce it. Yeah, I feel like he was, his, he, was, he was taking like five seconds. It's, I think his uncle was a kicker in the NFL. Igwabuke. Igwabuke. My God, he needs a he needs another nickname. Yeah, just call him Iggy. Just call him. Uh, yeah, I was Iggy. Gonna say, just, just call him Iggy. Iggy, Igby, whatever. Yeah, Iggy pops um, off. That's good enough. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I, I it would have been absolutely horrendous if the Steelers uh took the L and obviously they were damn close to it. It's just you would you would like to think that maybe not having Ben would be the cause of their struggle there, but I mean, again, Rudolph did not set the world on fire at all, but I just still don't no. think the offense, you know, was was not the issue. I mean, again, you put up 16 points. I'm not saying they were setting the world on fire, uh, but you know, the, the the problem was just getting gashed so easily by the run defense or by the run game. So, well, let me ask you this. And we were playing a little yakety sacks for just the game in general. But late in that game, particularly overtime, how on earth do you – look, you got one of the most awful 48-yard – I mean, look, 48 is not a short field goal, right? But that should be within the realm of possibility. That was a professional a, kicker, yes. That was an awful – that was an awful – it looked like he stutter-stepped or something going up. I'm like, did that dude have money on this game? Like, what happened? <laughs> what was that? <laughs> what kind of D-stat bad bet did that guy have on this, right? Is, you, is, I mean, is, you got Mason Rudolph throwing at bombing one out to Johnson. Looks like it's going to be a big big game to set up the win or set up a, a possible field goal. Lions force a fumble. I mean, it's just a comedy of errors. I mean, you got flags. You got missed opportunities. You got weird plays. You got a whole bunch of BSC and ugliness. I mean, it was just, you know, there were sacks. There were snaps overhead. I mean, it was it was completely ridiculous, dude. It was, it was a, su- it was a super ugly finish, and so Steelers fans have to be pretty, pretty annoyed about it. Because I guess I mean I, I know I keep repeating myself, but I mean it, it wasn't it wasn't Rudolph's fault that they lost that game. It was, but it was it was some really gross defense, especially against the run game. Yeah, um, a real hideous overtime, and uh, I, I don't get it. I, I just I just super don't get it, and and I don't know. I, I really start. I'm starting to feel like maybe Tomlin's time with Pittsburgh. Needs to come to an end. Oh, uh, that's a bold statement, buddy. Too soon. I, I get it. I like the dude a lot. I just feel like uh, I don't know. I, I maybe it's a really weird analogy, but I like weird analogies. I think about uh, back when I worked in retail, like managers. You know, after a certain amount of years, they're almost kind of expected that they are going to get you know relocated to a new place because sometimes you just you need a new set of eyes to you know see flaws, see things that need to be fixed, and. Um, I don't know. I just feel like the team 
they always seem like the last many years they 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 start off real slow. They put it together, you know, somewhat later on in the season, mm-hmm. but I just still feel like with that when when healthy, I mean that passing game I get the Big Ben is at the end of his career. I get that. But still, you know, that receiving core, I mean, if they can keep it together and bring in somebody quality to uh, start for Ben, I would have to assume this would be his last year. I mean, that's one of the best receiving cores in the in the league when they're healthy. Um, and I just feel like they're starting to open up a little more. But I feel like last year for so much of the season and the start of this season, I mean, it's just all like – you know, five yard dump offs, things like that. And it's just, it just doesn't make sense when they've got these, you know, speedy guys and deep threats. They're just not utilizing their offense to its, to its uh, capacity. Yeah. Harris, uh, Harris is going to be a beast. I mean, he already is. And I think that's, that's going to be uh, a, a great, um, a great spot for them going forward. I don't know. Uh, I tell you, dude, watching that Monday night game when they, um, Ben tried to throw it downfield. I, I can't remember if it was for Washington or whatever, but he had to like like just double, I don't know, double clutch, double pump because he just felt like he didn't have it, and then he threw it and then underthrew it, and the guy still caught it. But I was just like, that's not Ben, man. Like Ben just yeah. just <laughs> old Ben yeah. does. Exactly. And I I didn't I didn't I didn't think he was gonna come back this year. I, I really didn't. I I like the dude. Um, it's tough, tough quarterback, um, off the field, off the field stuff, uh, whatever. I, not, not for me to talk about right now, but, uh, on the field, dude, dude is a real tough quarterback. Obviously he's a big dude, but he's still taking a lot of abuse, um, yeah. uh, throughout his career. And, uh, and I, I like him, but I just, yeah, he, he, that team is not designed to be, uh, you know, five and 10 yard, you know, super short dump off kind of players they, they, they make it work as best they can for it but like this team is just not remotely maximizing uh the receiver capabilities right now so that that's another thing so i i, I like tomlin don't get me wrong i really do like him but i don't know just uh you know being that uh i'm i'm uh steelers are my secondary team now and i, I watch them a lot uh thanks to my wife i just feel like they could benefit from a new set of eyes i really do uh, i'm gonna new, disagree new, with you there new, man. I, I i i get it i respect it He's been there a long ass time. He's, he's one. I feel like he. I think he may be the longest tenured coach in the NFL right now for the one team. Uh, um, not be, uh, behind Belichick, I would say. Well, Belichick, yeah, yeah. But uh, he's second. second and honestly, if I'm Pittsburgh in the offseason, I'm making a, a huge run at Aaron Rodgers. Mm. Yeah. <clears throat> I, that I, run. I, I would. I wouldn't disagree with that. I mean, with the, with the, that talent they have on receiver. I mean, I. I um, it makes I, sense. Yeah, it, sure. it, it 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 does. You don't you don't just want to waste that. You don't you don't want to just uh, got all that put, talent. Yeah, Mason Rudolph, quality backup. Obviously, not the future of the he, team. He's a backup. Exactly. He's a backup. Um, he's he's a good backup, but he's, he he's is. Not, but he's, he's a backup. He's, he's not he's not intended to be the starter. No. Um. So yeah, I, I, that, that 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 would be a good good decision. Uh, just, that ask, defense, just ask um, Miles Garrett. <laughs> <laughs> Um, that that de- that defense uh, is is still in pretty good shape overall. I'd say for sure. I mean, they still. I mean, uh, get getting uh, Mika Fitzpatrick for, was you know obviously continues to be such a phenomenal deal for them. And uh, T.J. Watt obviously went healthy, absolute beast. Um, so they've got a lot of things that you know they definitely don't need to. You know, I, I wouldn't see them needing to be a. You know, we need to rebuild here shortly. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Well, no, they're they're not awful where they have to blow it up. Uh, right. They have to be smart to manage a couple of things. But 
you know, for them, it's going to be the transition from Big Ben to what's next. And sure, uh, I, I think we can confidently say they're not going to go anywhere with Mason Rudolph if if that's their starter. No, um, absolutely not. And but I mean, we, we we certainly know. I mean, as much as I, I may talk much shit about Rodgers, I mean, I, I still echo that I obviously do like to do it on the field, mm-hmm. and I recognize. I mean, he is a he certainly has a supremely strong arm. So I mean, he would absolutely oh, yeah. be be the right kind of quarterback to to hit these deep threats. Um, uh, Washington and, I, and uh, yeah, I mean, know, I, I would be very curious. Deontay Johnson, I would yeah. be very curious to see what that offense could look like with uh, Aaron, cool. Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Yeah, because uh, they they I mean with 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 Harris, um, I like James Conner. I don't feel like he was a, the right fit for them. I'm glad he's he's uh, he's at least doing good getting touchdowns in, in Arizona for sure. Um, uh, not but, last uh, week. No, no, not last week. <laughs> but he's but, had a hell of a year. Uh, yeah, he really yeah. has. Uh, but I was gonna say, I mean, you know, Harris obviously is is way too skilled. You you, you can't you can't just defend you know, the past game, if, uh, if they have a Rodgers, I mean, Harris is plenty capable. So if they get Aaron Rodgers, that, uh, that offense, you know, as we always say on paper, will look real nasty. Yeah. Real nasty. Uh, look, I mean, look, here, here's the thing. Personality issues aside, like, <laughs> and, and you have to separate some stuff out between who players sure. are like, you know, in real life, their personality. If we're just talking about football stuff, right. And, and their personality, they're sure that that's part of who they are on field, off field, in the locker room, et cetera. I get that. But I, I think we get too hung up on certain things um, as far as press conferences and, you know, social media and all this kind of junk with players. I think if they handle their business and they do what they need to do in the football field, you know, the locker room respects them in a different yeah. way. You know, that's just that's just football reality, right? So to me, if, 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 if you're a person that goes, man, I love Patrick Mahomes – I don't know how you could dislike somebody like Aaron Rodgers because to me, you know, I feel like it's the the office meme, you know, with Pam where it's like, <laughs> you know, let me show you these two different pictures. <laughs> They're the same. You know what I mean? <laughs> they have a lot of they have a lot of similarities uh, with with their ability to create and their ability to throw in a run. Uh, and uh, Rodgers is, is a phenomenal quarterback, and we can talk about. You know, having not won enough rings, or I get, I I get all that. The criticism is is fair because, you know, anybody if if you're an elite level person, and you don't win enough, then you're going to get some flack. Favre got it. Elway certainly got it. He just happened to close his career out with a couple of rings. You know, Peyton got it for a while. And plenty of people get it. You know what I mean? And there's only a few people that that a few players that that stack. Not everybody can like stack up rings on both their mitts like Tom Brady. You know what I mean? Mar- Marino had nothing. <laughs> Went once, and that's it. You know what I'm saying? So uh, don't think I, about the Bills as well. Going yeah, going Jim, I mean, God bless. I mean, Jim Kelly was a phenomenal player, and those were phenomenal Bills teams. They just happened to go up against. An absolutely incredible Giants team with the what was that wide right with Norwood? Yeah. Um, you got an all-time team with that with that Redskins squad who historically is probably underrated, but that team was ridiculously good. Their offensive line was incredible. They made Mark Rippon look phenomenal. <laughs> you know what I mean? That <laughs> yeah, offense, right. that offensive line was incredible. What were they like? Fourteen and two that season, and then yeah. just smoked everybody. Uh, they, yeah, I mean, they, they. I think they had, you know, they had one crap crapola game. I think it was against the Eagles that year. But you know, they, they were. That's an all time. That's an all time caliber team. It was just one season, but that was like an all time level team. That was like the culmination of the the Joe Gibbs era. 
and Bobby Beathard and all that stuff. Uh, but, you know, and then the Bills just, you know, they got taken to the woodshed by the early 90s Cowboys. There's no really no shame in that. I mean, that was a phenomenal team. Um, they had the opportunities. But that's, yeah. Uh, what was that show on? Was it ESPN that had the missing rings? Was oh, that yeah. ESPN? Yeah. I mean, that's that's a very Buffalo-esque kind of deal. But, yeah, Jim <clears throat> Jim Kelly was great. And then that dude's a fighter. What is, did he have bone cancer or jaw cancer or something like that? He's had a lot of cancer. Yeah, he's had a, a lot, lot of, of stuff. Yeah, he's had a lot of stuff. Uh, uh, just just a fighter. But anywho, Rodgers would be an interesting fit. You know, uh, we've talked about it off and on. I don't, some of this is off-podcast conversation, particularly with Whitfield. Uh, I, <laughs> Matt and I spent a fair amount of time talking about these things, obviously, because we both uh, root for Green Bay. But the Steelers would be an interesting interesting match. Um, I, I think I'd rather see him in Pittsburgh than I would Cleveland. Since that comes up in, in some conversation, Pittsburgh would be interesting. Although, I, ideally, I hope he just stays in Green Bay. I really do. New York? New, New York? <laughs> yeah, good luck with that. That would be so weird. That would be so I mean, weird. You'd have you'd have Tony. I mean, that's that's a great prospect to enjoy. Well, if if, Ga- if Galloway could, you know, stay on field and stay healthy. Yeah. So, you know, I don't know what they would do with Barkley. Although, I, I would imagine Barkley's just gone after this year. But... Yeah, we'll say either, either way uh, if Green Bay's smart they keep him but if he's going to play the field and, and get out there Pittsburgh would be an interesting landing spot and I'm, I'm still a, um, I, <laughs> this is an opinion Pittsburgh might be a little different because Pittsburgh is really that's a team that seems to have a knack for finding wide receivers they really do God bless Oh yeah, um, do. I don't that's know what secret way. sauce they have or formula they've got Clearly, they stole all of Bill Belichick's wide receiver mojo because Belichick can't find, you know, hadn't been able to do it. Um, <laughs> but anyway, uh, Rodgers would be an interesting fit, and I, I still swear that I, I think that there'd be a strong possibility that uh, Devontae would roll up with him somewhere. I really do. Sure. That sure. could be absolutely filthy. Right. Absolutely filthy there. Um, or maybe a, maybe a Seattle Green Bay flip flop. Yeah, no, I don't think so. Mm-mm. I think so. No, uh, I, if I had, if I was gonna throw like a random bet for uh, Russell Wilson ends up, I, I would throw it down to the Saints. Yeah, New yeah. Orleans makes a lot of sense. I, it I, does I, make a lot. It makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it does. I, I think Wilson with Sean Payton would be a great match. I do too. I really, really, really do. Um, I don't know if they can make the financials work. That's a tougher deal. But if I had to, if I had to, you know, if I was gonna. And I, I'm not a Saints fan. I mean, it's nothing like that. But I, I just think that would be a really fun pairing. And it's a good team. And he's old enough now. He's not going to want – it's not like Russell Wilson's going to be like, oh, let me go to this terrible team and just, like, suck Hoover up money. <laughs> I think he knows that he's at a point where he needs to – this is legacy time for him. He's gotten paid, right? He He's made his money. I and mean, he's going to make plenty of money. Don't get me wrong. He's, he's still going to make a ton of money in the NFL. But he needs to think about legacy you know, and trying to get another ring and get back. Uh, the Saints would be an interesting an interesting fit. And the city would love him. Oh, yeah. The city would love him. So that, that, that would be super interesting. Anyway, I need a new beverage, and we need to take a break so uh, we can do some refills, and, and we need to do a salute o'clock. We've got a lot of stuff to get to. So let's take a quick break, um, and then we'll come back and pound out uh, a couple of more games, and I've got some stupid headlines and some shenanigans. 
<laughs> I've got some. Yeah. Shocker. Shocker. Mm-hmm. Poker in the front, liquor in the rear. That's some fun stuff. Uh, hopefully some fun stuff. Uh, fun stuff saved. If I can say it. God bless. Told you. Maybe having the uh, mixed drink Too much. And, and the beer <laughs> pre-podcast was a bad idea. It could have been. Who knows? But anyway, let's take a, a quick pause. Uh, as always, we're the sports brief. You can find us on uh, <laughs> Home Feed on Podbean. Uh, certainly Amazon Music, Google Play, LawSportsCaster.com, a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, look, just just search Sports and Brew. Uh, you'll be able to track us down. Particularly if you you know add Sports Brew assholes or Sports Brew. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Sports Brew shenanigans, you'll find us. Or blast your face holes, you'll find us. But we'll take a quick break. We'll be right back. And uh, stick around, y'all. All right, had to stretch your legs for a couple of minutes. Uh, Randy, uh, you and I were joking around. Well, we all were, but uh, pre-podcast about maybe you coming over and recording here next week uh, for your first time in the basement, uh, throwing down sports brew style. And look, I got to tell you, uh, I made a Jaeger bomb reference the other week, and you were like, "Oh yeah, that sounds great." Uh, I already bought a bottle of Jaeger. We just need some Red Bull, so we can have oh, we can oh, have oh, oh. dude, we can have Jaeger bomb Tuesday. I don't even know. I don't even know what that would turn into. That's a bad idea. <laughs> or is it the best idea ever? I, I I don't. It might be about as good as that one time Mark recorded and got in total trouble with PL. <laughs> I don't. That could be a. That could be a. Man, you got in a lot of trouble that one time, Mark. That's right. It all it, it all worked out. It was for the best. Really, it was the it was the it was the relationship litmus test. It was like your it was your get out of jail free card. Facts. You know? So save sport, that was a sports brew save is what that ended up being. Yep. And or I, I I I love I love the memory of me and Shane and trying to you know do our uh, two person podcast while while you well, were, we were out of town in Jamaica. And, <laughs> epic, epic failing, but uh, I mean we had a damn good time. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> One know. of these days, I have to dig that up and see if I can rescue it. Because I, I bet it's actually pretty, pretty entertaining. It, it, it would be really funny because, oh my God, uh, Sarah and I got married in 2013. So it would be really funny to pull a uh, essentially 10 year anniversary. <laughs> yeah, 10 years later to dig that up and release that as a special shit show edition <laughs> of the Sports Brew. <laughs> That could be oh, that. That would be old but gold, as Shannon might say. <laughs> All right, so we need a salute clock. But anyway, Randy, keep that in mind. Jaeger bomb Tuesday. Okay. But, but we, I already bought the I, and I bought a big, a big bottle of Jaeger, and I've got those okay. special Jaeger bomb glasses. Yep, you do, I do. So we need some Red Bull, okay. and, and not that bullshit sugar free crap. Yeah, like, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. It won't be. It wouldn't be sugar free. The legit high octane stuff, man. Yep. Uh, That's gonna be a ten hour podcast. No, man. no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it'll turn into, but that's uh, our ten hour shit show. I don't. Know. Yeah. Every once in a while, it's it's good to have one of those absolutely like you know uh, mind fucking episodes where you're like, what in the hell was that? <laughs> so who knows? Maybe we had a few of those. Yeah, we, we have over the years. Every, every once in a while we do a deep dive into hell and I don't think, you know, sometimes this stuff just gets crazy and gets away from us. Are you but, saying we like to let it go sometimes? Uh, there, there, yes. As a matter of fact, we certainly do. Let it go. Let it go. Uh-huh. So Randy, 
clearly, if we do Jaegerbomb Tuesday, the assignment. we understood the assignment. Sports Brew style. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. I understood the assignment. Uh-huh. I mean, it, I know it's it's not quite the same as, you know, a MacGuffin chest chop, but... <laughs> oh, no, I got more to that story, and I will tell it. <laughs> I think that should be our lead-in to Salute O'Clock. The there you go. The Twitter Terminator chest chop. How did this play out? <laughs> All right, so basically... <laughs> I went over to visit Shannon. We watched the AEW pay-per-view, which was amazing. Mm-hmm. And Shannon and, I, we, Shannon and I talked. We are like, yeah, I'd like to be able to go home. So we're only drinking like Oktoberfest beers. We're, and Shannon's right, like, right. I got to get rid of these. I got to make room for the new stuff. And then all of a sudden, he's like, okay, here's a 12.7 percenter. I don't remember exactly which one it was, but then he, he split it. And then, then as the pay-per-view ended, he's like, so would you still be able to drive home if we if we split a merry monkey? I'm like, yeah, I don't even have a I, I don't even I don't have a buzz. Like, how about I give you one and I'll drink another one? I was like, fine by me. This is when things start to kind of devolve a little bit. And uh, basically, Shannon keeps bringing out stronger beer. To the point of, I'm just standing there, we're watching Beer Fest, <laughs> and out of the blue, he just chops me in the chest. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> and, and, he, and then he's like, go ahead, man, do me, do me. I was like, are you sure? <laughs> yup. Bam! He just doubles over. He's like, oh my god. Oh god, that hurt. Oh my god. Shannon, like, Shannon, <laughs> I just want you to know, it's not my heart will go on, it's my chop will go on. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going, Randy. <laughs> so I feel bad. I'm like, dude, you know, you get a freebie. I feel bad. It looks like I really hurt you. And he's like, no, 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 I'm good. Here's the funny part. I finally understand what you go through when we're drunk and you decide to drive us to Wawa or Sheets. Because I drove <laughs> us to Wawa. We get there. I order, you know, I order a gobbler. They fucking run out of the stuffing. Boo! So I try it with sweet potatoes. Here's the funny part. Shannon goes to get the bowl version. Because of my sandwich, they run out of turkey. (laughs) (laughs) So Shannon orders his shit. I'm looking at Shannon. He's like, go, dude, go pay for your stuff. I'll watch it out for your food. And he's just standing there. And I'm like, Shannon, go pay for your shit. And I'll watch for your food. I'm going to go check stuff. And he walks around the store. Grabs a bunch of candy, and he and he comes back. I was like, "Dude, go pay for your shit." And he's like, "Just stands there." I grab his stuff. I go pay for it. Oh, he wow. gets his food. Lead, we lead him back to the car. Next thing I know, we're drinking this beer he's been trying to save for either an amazing day or a real shitty day. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, "Are you sure you want to open this? You said you wanted to save it." He's well. What happened? Oh no. What happened was the Zoom call failed. Oh no. Yeah, we're going to rescue this. Okay, we need that Morgan Freeman voice. It's like <laughs> they were not able to rescue that. <laughs> so this is this is now a thirsty Thursday <laughs> because that we went total fail buckets last night, which is a, which is a rare rare bit of fail, but there was like a, a an area wide internet outage. So somewhere along the line, we uh, uh, upset the podcasting gods, and they were just like, "Fuck them." 
And that was the that was the end of that. <laughs> that that was the end of that. So we tried for a good hour uh, to get back online last night and you know resume the podcast, but there was just an area outage with Verizon. So you know, no, they didn't. I don't know what substation, what hacker, what blockchain, what NFT they were trying to sell. I don't know what happened, but they brought everything down. That was that. <laughs> Maybe Josh Rosen was in charge of something with Verizon. Oh, I don't know. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Too soon. <laughs> by, the, by the way, by the way, I will say it's nice that we get to include the Thursday night football game, if you can call it that. And I love how uh, Josh wrote, like, uh, we just chit chat in the sports group chat. I was like, oh, look, Josh Rosen's in. And Shannon's like, oh, there's going to be a pick six. <laughs> He's not even watching the game. And what was like the next play? It was a pick six <laughs> from Josh Rosen. Nice. That might be the easiest pick six Van Noy ever gets in his career. It's like right to the dude, just troop, you know, trucked right into the end zone. Absolutely pitiful. Clearly, so, Josh Rosen has the New England defense on his fantasy team. <laughs> yes, clearly, clearly. So anyway, so Randy, let's see if you can pick back up uh, where you were. I know that's a little bit of a uh, you know danger zone kind of deal there, but uh, let's see if we can kind of resume and then um, I don't know, finish off that story. Uh, right. about that tasty beer and I don't know if that that fully answered the question about the you know chest chops and all that kind of stuff but uh, then we have a couple things to get to and we need to wrap up and get the hell out of here so anyway all right what you got bro so as I was saying Shannon was saving this nice tasty beer that for either like I said a rainy day or a great day or just some way to just ha- end the day on a, on a high note mm-hmm. and Shannon you said it was a it was a Hardywood members only beer, correct? Yes, it was like some sort of like uh, it's like a, it was like a chocolate cherry stout of some sort. I think it was what it was. Let me. Uh, I think I the next day I put it on untapped. I'll tell you what it is. Oh uh, my gosh, you don't even know, dude! I was sauced that night. I don't even remember. <laughs> Sweet baby Jesus. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> the, the rare fail horn for Shannon. <laughs> Dude, you've only had like enough time <laughs> leading us to us resuming this <laughs> to answer that question. <laughs> well, I didn't know I was going to get asked about the beer. Hold on. Where's my damn... <laughs> you drunk bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you drunk fuck. Indeed he was. Yeah. It's a, it's a bourbon raspberry truffle stout. Ooh. It was, it was really tasty. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I, I just felt bad because he he talked it up like we're we're not touching this tonight, and we ended up touching it that night. So it's just one of those things. Mm. <laughs> well, so, yeah, I know, right? It cracks <laughs> in a to- yeah. <laughs> Anti NC Hammer. That's um, right. Ended 12. up point seven percent. Ended up touching that, huh, Shannon? Yeah. Great ass. <laughs> <laughs> I have no clue what happened after I left. Let's be honest. I don't know what I'm talking about. Whoa. We're sick. That that makes two of us, Randy. (laughs) Tell me how my ass tastes. (laughs) True story. Well, Shannon, it's nice to know. You and all Leroy Jenkins in that piece. (laughs) 
Yes, sir. Hell yeah. It was a Leroy you, Jenkins night. You didn't end up in like an office chair rolling down your driveway, did you? <laughs> No. No. <laughs> no. Nah. You got to no, let the he, fuck out, man. Give me my gut. <laughs> I, you know, I'm pretty sure I just went up to bed. All right. Fair enough. So, yeah, we, we finished watching Beer Fest, uh, finished our beers, and uh, yeah, he was like, all right, I'm done. I, I can't do anymore. And I'm like, all right, dude, go to bed. I'll, I'll head home. <laughs> I literally wake up the next day, dude, how's your chest? I didn't leave a hand mark on you, did I? And he's like, no, no, I'm good. I don't remember how I got to bed. So that's all right. I, I, I was uh, working on the podcast, you know, earlier today, and uh, obviously listening, doing a write up, and I kind of chuckled because at the beginning of the podcast, at, at McGuffin, you actually were on the struggle bus uh, at, talking about the Bills, and you were like, "Who'd they lose to? The Jets." And it was really the Jaguars. And oh, so, the Jaguars. Yeah, yeah. Which was just last, you know, that was a pretty recent, recent thing. And I and I had to laugh because I was like, how do I fix that? And so I was like, well, I'm at work. Let me go ahead and I'll just, you know, see if I can like do some audio real quick. And let me tell you, my uh, the mic that I have at work is not good because this is what it sounded like. Err, the Jaguars. <laughs> the Jaguars. <laughs> Uh, uh, what is this AM radio? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> so what I ended up doing is I just I just copied a little slice of audio where I said you know the Jack the Jacksonville Jaguars or something like that and I just stuck it back in there. But I, I had to chuckle. So that was pretty funny. But uh, hey, it started with Jay, man. That's all I knew. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I was confused as hell. But wait a second, the Jets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty funny. Anyway, I don't know, man. Good times. All right, so uh, we might as well just go ahead. We didn't get our salute clock in last night, so we might as well go ahead and get that right. Why not? Yeah, I dreamed a dream. I dreamed a dream. All right, that we we're actually able to finish the podcast. And so here we are, and we'll see if it comes to fruition. So, because not only did we have an internet outage last night. Uh, not only did I have the fail horn randomly calling me at like 2.15 or whatever, uh, we also ended up like tonight, I was like, all right, good, man. I'll just resume everything. It won't be, won't be that big of a deal. At, at like five, I go to power, my, my computer was in sleep mode because I had everything saved. Everything, all the windows, all the tabs, all the this, all the that. And I go ahead and I wake the computer out of sleep mode and all of a sudden my whole house just goes, nope, bitch, it's dark, poof. And I'm like, you gotta be kidding me, dude. <laughs> like what on earth? <laughs> Oh, but you know us, we're dedicated to the cause, and we're never going to give y'all up. You know what I'm saying? So here we are. We have fought through internet outage, a total power loss, and we are back. So God bless. That deserves a salute o'clock. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I certainly enjoyed my beverages last night, <laughs> and apparently I'm going to enjoy my beverages tonight. So I've got, of course, my absolutely delicious Jack and Coke. Or Jack Daniels and Mexico, because that's that's the good Coke. Woo, the eighties one, the eighties called. They understand. Mm. <laughs> oh, that's a whole different kind of Coke. That's true. Anyway, um, and I've also, of course, got my broken skull because I, I can't, I can't. I've got some dippers that I want to, I, I want to crack open, but that's like really heavy. So not on that, that not on that train yet. We got some work to do before we get there. <laughs> Shannon, what you got tonight, or what do you want to mention that you had? Last night, before we were a uh, total fail train. Well, last night I had <clears throat> Dancing Kilt Goldfinch, which is a double Belgian. Mm-hmm. And then tonight I'm rocking the 
Dancing Kilt Ursa Patter Stout. Nice. Chocolate Cherry Stout. It was delicious. There you go. Mark, what you uh, what are you enjoying over there, brah? Sir, uh, a random one. Why well, I found it's uh, Campanology Brewing uh, mm-hmm. Tiramisu Pastry Stout. Oh, funky. Yeah. Tiramisu is one of those things that uh, I like in theory, right? But it, it, I don't know. I've had a lot, and I don't mean beer. I mean actual tiramisu. <laughs> uh, it's like one of those things that sounds good in theory, and I've had very good tiramisu, but I swear to God, I've had some really like, like there have been times, don't get it to go, man. That's one of those things you need to eat at the restaurant. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like traveling yeah. tiramisu, just I don't know, it doesn't hold up right. If you're gonna do that, have... eat it at the restaurant. <laughs> yeah, it, I can get, definitely believe it. Get it as fresh as you can and enjoy it and then just peace out. So lesson learned. <laughs> lesson <laughs> lesson learned. Anything else or is that uh, uh that's it, but it's real delicious and a nice nice tall boy, so uh, There you go. Yeah. There you go. You wouldn't know much about tall boys, would you? Hey, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. How dare you, sir? I am <laughs> six feet. <laughs> I'm sorry. I sneezed. <laughs> I don't know if you guys remember this. There's this old goofy picture, and it's like a height party. And uh, I'd, I'd love to see if I can dig it up. And they have all these different size, like, uh, strap-on. Whoa. Strap-ons whoa. For, your, whoa, for your feet. And I think in the picture, they're all blue, but they're essentially they're just ways for people to boost their height. And so you have the, all these different sizes you can select from. I think it, maybe it was called like a same height party, right? And so everybody has the option to wear these <laughs> strap-ons for their feet, these platforms for their feet. And uh, I think that's the uh, that's the only way I can imagine you ever being six feet. That's going to be a hell of a platform, though. <laughs> all right, that's valid. <laughs> yeah. I'd love to see if I can find the picture. Uh, you might appreciate that. Randy, what you got, man? Well, you know, it's so nice. I had to do it twice. Last night, Victory uh, Merry Monkey. Nice. Yeah. Yep. Nice little holiday beer. And, you know, obviously, again, had to have some more. I mean, I, I can't not enjoy another one tonight. But also last night, I did a uh, Allagash River trip. I, I found it, like, buried deep in the fridge. And I'm like, you know what? This stuff's got to get drank up. We can't just... Let, let it sit there nope. from the summer. Just got to drink it up. Just got to drink it up, man. Uh, and we, we certainly learned our lesson about that from uh, Todd's uh, we, <laughs> last time we were there. What were we drinking? It was a whole bunch of GBS from like various, various 2018 years. 2018 and 2019. Yeah. yeah. Didn't well, age, the 2018s were like, meh. <laughs> didn't age so well, man. You gotta, no, they did not. You got to enjoy those. Uh, drink while the drinking's good. I mean, I, like, I understand. Sometimes you get some beers, you throw it in the fridge. I mean, I think I still have that hot pepper beer from about a decade ago. Ghost, what was that, ghost pepper? I don't know what it was. Go, it ghost go. face killer. Let it go. Yeah. Ghost face killer beer. That's what it was. Yeah. No, yeah. no one will drink it. Saving it saving it for Mark. One no. day. One day Mark's going to drink that ghost face killer pepper beer. <laughs> I don't know how many how many times he's gonna have to. How be much tased. money are we gonna have to raise for you to do that? <laughs> a hell of a lot. I already had some of one. I know how bad it is. And I was like, what, like seven, eight years ago, probably. I don't know. I feel like it's almost a decade at this point. It probably not is. safe. <laughs> so. Not safe. That's probably like instant gut rot if you drink oh, that absolutely. thing. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I should probably th- I should probably throw that away. Instant so. death. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> probably throw that away. Uh, I, uh, Matt, I'd ask what you're drinking, but undoubtedly it's just milk. Yes. <laughs> yeah. All does right. Does a body good? Yeah, it does a body good. Well, what? The, how do you? How the hell do you explain your ass then? 
As much milk as you drink. (laughs) Maybe I should stop drinking milk. (laughs) (laughs) So speaking, Mark, I got a special dedication. I know you're tight on time because you have a midnight appointment. So since you since you brought up Let It Go, we have a special edition of Let It Go. um, That (laughs) this is what I was going to bring up like at wrap up last night. We didn't get to it. Uh, with uh, the podcast god shut us down so we'll see if they uh, see if they get triggered tonight by this one i'm not 100 sure but i will read the headline to you and i think you'll know why uh why <laughs> why i brought this up for you okay here we go all right so this is this is a rage against the machine cover band called brass against <laughs> So there was a live show, and the band's lead singer, Sophia Eurista, hopefully I pronounced her name correctly, um, at the Welcome to Rockville Festival. So partway through the performance, Eurista asked if there was anyone who wanted to be urinated upon. (laughs) And one mega fan was immediately happy to help. A dude climbed up on the stage, laid down in front of her. She dropped her pants and peed on the dude in the middle of the concert. (laughs) I mean, R. Kelly's got to be shaking his head going, damn, what? Not thinking Why that. did I try that? Yeah. <laughs> I uh, mean, so when I first read that article, I was like, wait, what? Yeah, so I, I don't know about Let It Go, but clearly they need to add Let It Flow into their cover repertoire. <laughs> and there is, there is video of this stuff, and you can totally watch. The crowd goes nuts, of course. Uh, and they later obviously issued apologies and all that kind of stuff. It, it was a trending topic on a couple of things. So, I, I, you know, there's a lot of things that, that would be kind of fun to be immortalized for, right? That I don't think is one of them. I don't think anywhere on my bucket list I'd be like, you know what would be great is to be immortalized in social media, going up to a concert and getting pissed on. No, I no, just I don't think that's high on my list. So, I, I, although I was halfway curious for all the Sex and the City fans out there, since they're releasing the that special series on HBO Max is coming out, I forget what the uh, what the title of it is, but the kind of the ah, there it is. It's the Sex and the City revival titled "And Just Like That." Though I guess if Brass Against was part of it, it might be more like "Just Like Splat." <laughs> but anyway, <clears throat> maybe just a special dedication to that for the for the P episode. I'm not 100 percent sure, but. Either way, what were you going to say, Mark? Yeah, I just did that. Yeah, that, that shit's going to stick with you. I, I wouldn't. Uh, I mean, you imagine, like, job recruiters that, you know, have to, like, search and find out stuff about a person before they hire them. Like, they, they come across that. Like, what are they going to think? Like, I, I don't want that. Nah. <laughs> no, no, no. Nah. <laughs> I see the HR person going, hey, man, check this out. This dude's getting pissed on. Yay. Yay. I mean, I we're guess not, we're not going to hire him, but we're getting a good laugh. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Or you get some job that's like, well, I guess we could probably shit on him, too. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> at least, at least you didn't shoot some brown at the tank. I'm just saying. Oh. <laughs> I don't even think about that. Good God. No. <laughs> Oh my god. There's a special song selection. Maybe they can cover this one next. <laughs> Sweet pea! <laughs> mm. oh. 
I guess only the System of a Down people might get that reference, but that's okay. <laughs> How about Damn That River? If you watch the video, somebody needs to damn that river. It sure wasn't her. <laughs> that was a lot of pee, y'all. That's a lot of pee. Like, how long, how long was she holding it in for? Damn. Dude, I mean, she cr she she cranked it out. Here's <laughs> another song that she can add to the repertoire. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> you go TLC, bro. What, waterfalls? <laughs> <laughs> we can. <laughs> oh. Plus, he, he, he needed a scrub after that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. Well played, sir. Thank you, thank you. Oh, don't go chasing water. I do not think this is what they meant. <laughs> <laughs> but either way, we can certainly add it to the interpretations of this song. True story. Oh my god. Well, there you go. I would have guessed you guys didn't know that was going to get unleashed during tonight's <laughs> regroup. Nope. <laughs> anyway. Whew. All right. Brass against. You now have some new songs that you can add to your cover <laughs> cover repertoire. Waterfalls, yeah, little TLC, yeah, that's a good one to add to the list. That would be an odd changeup if you're doing like, you know, Freedom or all this Rage Against the Machine stuff, and you drop that. That'd be pretty great though. I'd be a fan. I mean, couldn't you go River of Dreams too? <laughs> yeah, you could go River. You could go River of Dreams. And also, don't be the guy that takes a shit in the porta potties. <laughs> All right, I, I, I went in there, I about threw up. All right, have a little bit more uh, social awareness. That's to take a piss, don't take a shit in the porta potties. All right? Somebody's sitting in the porta potties. <laughs> Apparently, it's that chick. You know. Is, is she trying to bring some world peace? <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> She's gonna need to change her pants after that performance. Oh my god. on the children. That's the R. That's the R. That's R. That's R. Kelly and Brass against. That's going to be their their matchup. Pee on the world. Pee on the children. Oh my God. We're kissing on our pants. Segment needs to get canceled. Segment needs to get canceled. Pee on their face. I said it, Shannon. You should say it that too. Oh, for fuck's sake. There you go. <laughs> well, the next, uh, you know, if she had squatted down a little brown, then the tank, it could have been ass against, right? So. True. <sighs> okay. I mean, anyway. Was Juvenile out there? 
<laughs> Back that ass up. Back, we can add that to the list. Oh my maybe, goodness! Maybe, maybe that fan wasn't. had to been like, okay, back it up, back it up. <laughs> maybe, maybe it wasn't such a bad thing that our podcast got sh- cut short last night. <laughs> 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 this, this, this is how this is how we bring it back around, really. So what do you what do you what do you think? Is she a good uh is is she a good live streamer? <laughs> <laughs> well played, goddamn it. <laughs> Your video. Your herself has issued a statement. I have always pushed the limits in music and on stage, and with my bladder. Uh, that night, I pushed the limits too far. I know that some were hurt or offended by what I did. I apologize to them and want them to know that I didn't mean to hurt them. I am not a shock artist. I always want to put the music first. Okay, totally take that at face value. As did that dude. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, she did, now, now she just needs to do like flip up her rage covers like uh got instead of take the power back take the pier back obviously um i mean they got a whole line of new songs but n- nothing but a p thing very doable there you go mm-hmm. i like it better freedom freedom peedom of course that's right very doable. You're so a little uh, naughty by nature in there, you know. Oh, yeah. See, that's good. You down with O? You down with OPP? <laughs> Just her P. Hmm. I was like looking for some other songs that would work. I told you this. I think this would have been like some kind of great uh, last night if we were totally sauced rolling through it. But I'm still pretty happy with how this turned out. So no issue there, man. Uh, well, I, I think it's official. The train never left the station. Someone dropped the bomb on it right away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so now we know why the why the podcast gods were like, "Not tonight, sirs. <laughs> Not tonight." We see what's coming. We now, nope. Yeah. But at least that's a different twist. That's a different twist on November rain. Look at the bright side. <laughs> <laughs> oh lord <sighs> yep how I could just pee a man you're right Mark there's lots of ways we could go with this exactly I'm so glad she didn't drop a tootsie roll on the dude though I'm saying oh no <laughs> <laughs> or worse on you too <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> yeah, you don't have to play that song. No, it's it's okay. What on Sunday? Of course. Who wants to be invisible right now? <laughs> I'm sure that dude. Not that thing. Impossible. Impossible. Is that even a word? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> it is now. It is one now. Oh man. Oh, for fuck's yeah. sake. If you had Clay Aiken on the podcast, drink everything. Was she too legit? Too legit to shit? <laughs> that's not necessarily a bad thing. Oh. Whitfield, that one's for you. <laughs> yeah. All right, anyway. Oh, man. 
that was a mess. <laughs> what he said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> True story. Let's get it on. My face. <laughs> oh. Whoa. Oh. Wait, what do you mean we have no more listeners anymore? Thunder Piss 65? <laughs> Are you telling me it's time to roll out on that? It's okay. <laughs> we can move on to other topics. Piss out. Piss in. Piss oh. out. Oh, gosh. Anyway. So definitely following her topics I didn't anticipate that would get uh, that much that much run on the brew. Fuck them. Yeah, I hear you. Anyway, oh. I didn't think it would flow that well, but you no, know, it yeah. worked. <laughs> well, you know you're in trouble when. True. Okay. Well, Moving on. My, <laughs> my, uh, Mark, it, it, since you're the one that's got to roll out, uh, is there anything in particular you want to you want to talk about or bring up or peace out with or wrap up with before you're like, I can't take anymore. I got to go. <laughs> as did she, by the way, as did brass against. Correct. Uh, no, no, it mostly got, got to in the first segments, uh, lighting up Pittsburgh for their embarrassing, uh, mm-hmm. defense against the Detroit run. So, uh, so I think that was the, the main, uh, lecture that I needed to give this, uh, this sports brew. I'm surprised you didn't want to spend any time give, glossing up that uh, surprise, that he- that intensely fantastic effort from the Washington football team that you're hoping inspires the New York Giants to go ahead and take down the Bucks. I know you were impressed by that victory. <laughs> I gotta admit, I, 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 I saw I saw I saw very little of it. Uh, honestly, not even I didn't catch a lot of the highlights. But I mean, credit credit due. Uh, um, I'd say there, you know, it wasn't quite as crazy a weekend as it had been the prior weekend, but it was still a pretty bizarre one with some some real odd results, and and certainly that was uh was was pretty damn unexpected. Um, but you know, kudos. Yeah. Well, I, uh, earlier in the day, we were trying to figure out what we were gonna do, and uh, so Sarah, of course, asked about football, and I was like, well, nah, it's it's the re- er, the Washington and the Bucks. It's like there's a high probability that's just going to be a terrible game. I I, I just kind of doubt it's worth watching it. Certainly not live. So why don't we do some other things? So we ended up uh, installing our zip line, working on that. We almost went to the science museum, but you know, I, I, I just like I'll just throw the game on in the background. And every once in a while, I want to go in the house, go to the bathroom, whatever. I'll, I'll check the score, and you know, it was like, oh, three nothing. Eh, whatever. Up oh, six nothing. Well, that's weird. Uh, oh, look, there's a pick. Oh, what's going on here? And so, of course, as the game went on, my work on the zip line slowed down because I was like, I actually have to pay attention to this game. This is crazy. <laughs> just just wild. I mean, you know, it's one of those weird things. I'd kind of resign myself to the uh, to just, it just you know, it's one of those not my year kind of things with Washington. Right. You know, I was just surprised at, at the effort and the outcome of, of that game. Now, some of it, yeah, sure, you get some – fluky things i mean uh you know brady's pick in the first quarter uh got popped out by the d because uh, he because he hit the receiver it's not like that was just you know a crap interception i mean he got it got popped out and jackson brought it in uh that set up the first field goal uh and then he followed it up with uh another pick that was an overthrow picked off by bobby mccain uh that's the third time in brady's career he's thrown two interceptions in the first quarter so obviously a pretty rare thing 
probably the biggest news. I mean, again, kudos to Washington for you know, knuckling up and getting that done. But uh, losing Chase Young really hurts. That's a shame. Uh, but it's just odd to reconcile kind of where I was with this team. I just resigned myself to them just being on the suck bus, the struggle bus, and BSE and out the rest of the year. And there they go, and they, they, they play a really good game. And they win. So I don't, I don't know how much of it is an indictment of Tampa Bay. I mean, yeah, they were down AB. They were down Gronk. That obviously hurt them. Brady was a little bit rough. So I guess on some level it's a little satisfaction. as a little payback for, uh, you know, kind of the playoff game last year. And there were memes floating around where it's like, you know, Taylor Heineke, you know, show, you know, like he balls out like crazy against Tampa Bay. And he's just not the same guy against other teams. I don't know that that's entirely fair. But they really – they played a very good game. And it surprised me. And uh, really, I'm like, well, where has that team been all year? Because that's the kind of, not necessarily that they would have won a ton of games, but that just felt more like the team I expected them to be this year, and they haven't been. You know what I'm saying? Which was having that fight, having a good defense, and, you know, really being in the mix. So it was nice to see that outcome. Uh, Gibson obviously had had a really good day, really productive day. Uh, it's just, I don't know, it's just kind of weird that they saved it up. And, of course, Shannon, you know, in the Survivor League, I talked myself into tank, take, tanking into taking Tampa Bay, and uh, that was a much regret, as they would say. Not as bad as yours with Baltimore, but certainly oh, yeah. this week did not work out well for us. No. So, well, I mean, I'd, I'd say, you know, <clears throat> I mean, definitely anybody anybody who doesn't give – uh, Washington credit is just drinking the haterade. That was that was a, a a very well done win, and and kind of reminds me a lot of you know I feel like last last week both Washington legitimately and 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 absolutely San Fran. I, I feel like the same you know similar different setup but similar right. results of like scratching your head about like all right where's why can't y'all play like this every week? I mean San Fran had the perfect perfect game plan to to take down the Rams. You know keep golf golf off the field run it down their throats uh but 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 keep it you know varied up with the style of run kind of keep keep them off balance a little bit um you know run a lot of clock mm-hmm. and i mean played obviously solid defense i mean just annihilated them and you know uh you're like all right excellent win but you know why the fuck can't we see that every week yeah so or at least um, more of that more of that yeah. added you know we talked uh, you know last night one of the big parts of that first you know, segment was attitude and identity games, right? Right. And that's what San Francisco really had against the Rams. And we're at the point in the season where you want teams to deliver, basically put their stamp on the season, put their stamp on a game. And you should know who you are, what you're good at. And you know what I mean? That you should be at that point by week right. 10, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and being able to execute, it's a different story. I get that. But that just that was an attitude and an identity game for Washington. I just consistency is something I worry about with them. Uh, there, I, I don't believe they're going anywhere this year. Of course, no. no San Francisco but. still has some opportunity space. Yeah, uh, but yeah, look, one of one of the other things that was relevant in both of those games were just big clock killing. You yeah. know, suck on this. You know, drives and you know Washington finished that game out with a ten plus minute eighty yard drive, dude. 19 plays, 80 yards, 10 minutes and 26 seconds, and they went for it on fourth down yep. at the goal line and yep. got the touchdown. Got, I mean, that was you, you, you can't you can't do a better job of bleeding out the clock. That's nope. that's perfection. Amazing. Mm-hmm. I mean, that so. was it was an old school drive. Like you just you kept the chains going. Yep. You you killed the clock. 
and you you pay it off with the touchdown. Like if they kicked the field goal there, I would have just like <laughs> lost my shit. Like right, make them go ninety nine yards. Exactly, yes. but right, but you 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 know you know that that I mean that 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 drive like that does everything. I mean it's you know it's you know driving the opposing coaches, the opposing defense, everybody on the other team, you know bonkers. I mean you know quality you know clock killing drive is is something, but I mean the ten you know nine with nineteen plays ten minutes again. I mean that's mm-hmm. that's just phenomenal. You know you don't see too many of those ever uh so so very well done there and i i do have to say and i mean i'm not surprised because i'm pretty sure we're all big fans of this guy but i loved hearing about alex smith calling heineke after the game it just just again just continues to show what a, a, just a phenomenal class act he is yeah um and oh, yeah. uh that, that's just an awesome move that you know uh he just wanted to do because he's that dude he's just awesome he's so. just that dude good guy i know he, he's definitely one of those guys it's just a shame uh, it didn't work out for him on field uh, it really is likable dude and uh, tough tough career, but man, good guy. Yeah, supremely good. Yeah, good guy. I, I've I've still got to watch that full documentary. I know it's really good. Mm. It is. It, it, I, I'm taking it. You mean the ESPN one? Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I think it's only about an hour. It's it's not you know. Right. Uh, it's it's quite doable. You should yeah you should you should check that off the list at some point for sure. Okay, Mark. Why, look, I know you got to catch up with somebody, so let's go ahead and get you out of here. Uh, any kind of uh, final thoughts, wrap up thoughts? Are you just going to peace out, raise a glass, and uh, go to your next stop and kick some more ass? <laughs> raise a glass, uh, <clears throat> salute o'clock. Uh, all always good, and uh, yeah, we'll do it. We'll uh, see if we can do it again next week. I know we're aiming for a three on. What we call it? Can crush Can't Tuesday. Tuesday. Can crush Tuesday. How about Tequila Tuesday? Tequila. Uh, oh no. Shan- Shannon. No, Sh- Shannon. Why not? Shan- no. Shannon will be getting chest chopped and trying to punch people in the face. It's just it won't end well for him. <laughs> tequila Tuesday. No. Can crush. No Tuesday. deal. No, right, no that'll, deal. That'll work. That'll work. No. All right. Well, everybody enjoy the rest of your nights and uh, enjoy the football, and we'll be talking. All right, bro. Catch you later, man. See you, right, Mark. Good night, Mark. <laughs> All right. I'm going to go grab a uh, freshie. Hold on just a second. Yes, sir. All right. Uh, grabbed a fresh beer, so I'm locked, stocked, and ready for the rest of whatever this podcast may have <laughs> in store for us. Uh, so a couple of things as we uh, chug our way towards wrap-up o'clock. Um, since we have the failhorn with us, I'll, who knows how brief that appearance will be. We certainly have to talk about the Packers and the Seahawks. Uh, last time, By the way, the last time Seattle won in Green Bay... The fail Mary. 1999. Oh, really? <laughs> Mike Holmgren was the head coach of the Seahawks. Uh, and damn. the Seahawks were still in the AFC West. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> oh, anybody know who their quarterback was at the time? Seattle? Yeah. Dave Craig. Craig? Nope. 99. Hmm. Uh-huh. Warren Moot? No, that, that's a good yeah. guess, though. John was- Kitna. Oh yeah! Oh, Kitna! Oh, yeah, yeah. Kitna? Yeah. I mean, Kitna. Yeah. Yeah. Good old Kitna. <laughs> Shitna. <laughs> anyway, so that was that was nice seeing like the flashbacks to that game. It was like, oh my god, look at Holmgren. It's crazy. Look at Favre. This is great. But anyway, uh, I think it's safe to say, uh, you know, Russell Wilson was back probably a smidge early. Uh, certainly didn't look great <laughs> by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, rough night. Uh, and Matt, you and I talked about this. You know, at some point, it's we've talked about the how Green Bay's defense is trending over the course of the season. I don't know that this is this is where you can go. Oh, they have a great defense, but they definitely have a good defense, and they've played 
over the course of the season, they've gotten better. So, yeah, some of this is kind of – it's a little bit of both, where I don't think Russell Wilson was really ready. Um, and you can see that with – you can make arguments about his grip strength, et cetera, uh, uh, just about how you know how he held and, and threw onto the balls and all those kind of things. Um, yeah, I know, right? Whoop. It's a new day. You said – Ball. Hell yeah. <laughs> well, and then there's that stat that like he was 0 for 8 on passes that were like in a, that in that tight like one yard window that he normally throws mm-hmm. very well. Yeah. So, it, so you could tell that his accuracy was definitely affected by yeah, it. Yeah, it's going to take him a, a couple of weeks uh, just for his hand to be right, for his fingers to be right, and, and for, you know, whether it's grip strength and all that other stuff. I would expect by the time we get later in the season, he's going to be fine. I just don't know that it's going gonna, it's gonna to happen soon enough for them to kind of recover and make anything of this season so you know that and dk metcalf getting thrown out dude number one it might be time to lose that pacifier uh mouth guard thing it might be time to put that one away bro <laughs> just saying man just saying and I, uh, and I know you probably know this stat justin but did you know that was the first time in russell wilson's career he was shut out mm-hmm. yep Last time the Seahawks were shut out was uh, 2011 versus the Steelers, the year before Russell Wilson arrived in Seattle. Yep. Mm. So that's a first. Although, I, I will say, I think it was a bad, given the way the game had gone, I remember watching the end of it, I'm like, dude, get him out of there. I understand you don't want to be shut out, but the game's over, man. The game's over. He's not right. Stop trying for garbagey points. It just... Get out of there, dude. Take the L, get out of there. You know, uh, that's Carol being stubborn. Yeah, that that was Carol being something. Uh, and obviously a big loss with Aaron Jones, uh, with the knee, knee injury. Thankfully, it's just uh, an MCL sprain, right, Matt? Um, yeah, so two ho- weeks. Yeah, hopefully two weeks and, and then he's back. Uh, but you know, the Packers historically are pretty conservative with injuries. So that being said, I think you can have a high degree of confidence in AJ Dillon. Uh, he was an absolute stud late in that game, dude. Woo, mm-hmm. man, just some some them, them big old legs just churning, grinding out a couple of, of big boy touchdowns. Um, and you know, it, it's not just power running. I mean, he had that great catch uh, uh, going down the sideline, just like busting people off of him, spinning around. I mean, he is a AJ Dillon's a baller, dude. So they're in good hands. That was some tough sledding in that game, but. You know, here's to Aaron Jones recovering well. We'll see in a couple of weeks, man. Uh, but in the interim, AJ AJ Dillon can handle that load, dude. He can oh, handle yeah. that load. Uh, certainly, yeah, he was. Uh, he was. Um, was he the same draft class as J- Jonathan Taylor, or was that the year before him? Same draft class in the second rounder, right? Because uh-huh. he was a he was Boston College, mm-hmm. Matt. Yeah. Yeah, because he he was just like Jonathan Taylor, man. He was a workhorse. Yeah. So those those I two guys. Read. I was gonna say those two guys, man. Like you think in college that once you're that workhorse in college, you got nothing for the pros. But nah, dog, not anymore. Mm-hmm. Like them guys can flat out go. Well, uh, you know, go he's... ahead, Matt. I did read they're trying um, to target Alexander. And back the back the RA back for the Rams. Hmm. That's what they're trying. There's an outside. I mean, there's a chance that they can get them both of that game. That'd be huge. Yeah, no, it it, it certainly will be. It's important, but you know, that team is good enough. If if they have to be conservative with a couple of injuries, look, uh, the story about this year for a team like Green Bay is the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
for some teams, you know, it's about the regular season, right? You know, for example, Washington, your, your concern is the regular season. That's their story. Well, for a team like Baltimore, what matters for them isn't the regular season. This that's just that's just the stepping stone to get to the playoffs. You know, Baltimore's story is about what they do in the playoffs. Lamar Jackson's story is about what they do in the playoffs. Well, that's also true for Green Bay. You know, what do you do in the playoffs? So, you know, get them healthy, get them right, and get them there for the for the most important stretch run of the year, and just be right for the playoffs because this is a good team. This is a very good team. I will. And, say, I'm, go let ahead. me ask you, Green Bay fans, this yeah. question: How happy are you now that you didn't get Beckham? Uh, I, that's kind of a loaded statement. Uh, I think Beckham would have been a nice addition. Um, so I, I think that's one of those things we're going to have to look back when the year is over. You know, I, I don't know that you can fairly pass judgment because Beckham shouldn't have been thrust into the role that he was with the Rams that quickly. I mean, it, it, how much can you realistically expect in a week? You know? Uh, not a lot. Not, uh, uh, although we got plenty of good memes. I like the ones where it's like Beckham behind Stafford and it's like, <laughs> I'm telling my dad about this. <laughs> you know, I seem to think. But I mean, I, um, I think Aaron would have known how to use him better than Stafford. I'm not saying Stafford hasn't had an elite receiver like um, Megatron there, but I think he could have brought him in, I think, better than uh, McVay could have. Maybe. I mean, like you said, it's a loaded mm, question. It is. You know, the it, thing it, with Beckham is it's all about his knowledge of the offense, how much, how comfortable Stafford was with him, and just the fact that he's still getting his feet wet in the system. So I think in a few weeks we can revisit and be like, yeah. okay, he's, yeah. this is how much he's grown versus – week one where you know he gives up on the interception he just set, stops his route and the damn ball gets picked off so and the thing is it's those types of plays where staffers would be like i can't trust you and well yeah. and that and that we had talked about last week like we're, we're like give him a month mm-hmm. and i and i just i figured i'd hot take you guys just to see what you thought but yeah you know, I mean, like, it, like we said last week give him a month at least yeah get to get into the system and of course wood being hurt does not help. No, I mean, cause that, cause that alters the timeline and the, the uh, trajectory and then just the expectations because there's, there's a more immediate need that, that needs to get filled. I mean, right. woods was, you know, real world football here. Throw out fantasy, that, whatever, you know, woods was valuable because he did a lot of things. Blocker. Yeah. He was a good blocker, knew the scheme. He was a good wide receiver. They used him to run the ball. I mean, he did a lot of stuff as a very flexible guy. And so you you can't necessarily go well. You know, Beckham can just do everything that Woods did. Well, he might be able to, but you're not gonna. You can't reasonably expect that in a week. So I, I, realistically, you just have to revisit it after three or four weeks and see where they're at. I mean, the Rams are on the struggle bus. I certainly think they improve over the court. Were they better uh, over the back half of the season? But we're gonna have plenty of time to revisit the the Beckham move and. You know, it, it's easy to make all the jokes like, "Oh, it's the bye, man." Hopefully, you're not, hopefully you're not, you know, chilling on the on a boat this week. You got work to do, bro. Are we going to break that out? I'm on a boat. I'm on a boat. Yeah. <laughs> Look, that's when it needs some time to breathe. Uh, would it have been nice? 
I, and 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 it's a loaded loaded thing because you, what you're talking about is what is what is his potential upside. You make that move based on what he can be, not necessarily what he is. And you know what you know how it could go wrong. You make that move based on what he can be. You just don't know if you're going to get that, but you certainly can't fairly judge that in a week. It's easy to troll. It's easy to pile on. So. If the Rams are a good fit, we will see Beckham improve. And that's also true for well, I mean, that's also true for you know Djax and with with the Raiders. You oh know, God. although I'm older, you you have slightly different expectations. But either way, God bless. What in the hell was he doing, man? That was actually you know what's fun, what's funny about the Chiefs Raiders game is you look at it and you go forty one fourteen Jesus, but. The Raiders were in that game, and that throw to Deshaun Jackson broke their back. It just got it, turned around, man. Well, he turned himself around. Yeah, that's, that's the thing. He, you know, had he just taken it and just run, yeah, he probably, he probably or just gone him. down and just, you know, he yeah. tried to do a little too much, and the ball got punched out. I mean, it, it was a twenty-four fourteen game at that point. And that was a bomb. That was a bomb to Deshaun Jackson in the red zone. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Uh one defender, one defender falls down. He spins around for some oddball reason, and the other Chiefs DB just pops it out of there. So uh, that was the first loss fumble on a reception in over a decade for Jackson. It's pretty wild. So it's not something he normally does, but that yeah, that seemed to just break the floodgates open. And at that point, it it just became a Kansas City Chiefs beatdown. Although I certainly appreciate the aggressiveness. Uh, in the fourth quarter, the Chiefs rocked the fake punt on fourth and seven. And uh, I think it's Townsend is their punter, uh, made the throw. Mm-hmm. Chiefs got a first down. And, you know, the Raiders were close in a couple of things. They had an old coulda, woulda, shoulda, you know, interception. But they kept giving Mahomes chances. That and the Chiefs were just really aggressive. Um, and that, first of all, that, uh, <laughs> that throw from Mahomes to Williams in the end zone, that was a great, great play by Williams mm-hmm. to, to jump up in front of the, of the defender and take that thing. Uh, but they just piled on late, man. That that was a late blowout. But it, that's not what that game really was. But something about that Deshaun Jackson fumble, it just everything went to hell for the Raiders after that. Yeah, you know, I, I I will say the one thing that I took from this game is that the Chiefs and Mahomes were more patient. Mm-hmm. Yes, there was aggressiveness, but he was patient with his throws in this game, and yeah. he wasn't trying to force it. And he took what they gave him and. You know that and that's kind of where you have to be if you're Mahomes if you want to start getting this thing going again because you know I heard today uh, I was in the car mm-hmm. and they they're like oh yeah then now the Patriots are the third betting favorite in AFC and I was like oh and they said yeah the Bills and the Titans are the top two and I'm like Mahomes ain't up there Mm-mm. I mean I get it they're they're on the struggle bus but he's well, still Patrick Mahomes and yeah. if it gets shit right. You don't want to face him. No, I mean that's another team where they have a lot of upside, and some of that is yeah. Go, you know, there are going to be times where have a little patience, and some of the the, the more some of the boring plays. You know what I mean? Everything can't mm-hmm. be about the big play and the big bomb and 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 all the you know ridiculousness. At Correct. some point, you have to be able to to knock out. The, the 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 old steady Eddie stuff, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you got the mundane. You yeah, know, you gotta... the routine stuff, the, just the normal play, the more patient plays. You you have to be able to do that. 
And there's still plenty of room for Mahomes and the Chiefs offense to make these big, ridiculous plays because it's there. It's there for them. But sometimes you just need to make the, the more prudent, the more, you know, the more smart decision. Get yes. the first down. Pick up another down. Live another down. You know, that kind of thing. Because uh, the Chiefs are you – know, that's that's a hard offense to contain. That part is true. So we'll see how it shakes out, but definitely a better game for them. Uh, that's another one where it's a mixed bag because the Raiders are just the Raiders have, have just been in a bit of a free fall with rugs, and then the other guy toting the gun around that got cut. I forget his name. Uh, they've got a lot of stuff going oh, on. Gruden, Gruden. I mean, they're they're a mess. So it's kind of hard to really get a gauge for what they're going to be. Uh, maybe they can kind of turn it around a little bit. But uh, one of the things that is significant from this game since the 1970 merger. Uh, the longest road win streaks in division since 1970. All right. Obviously, we're talking about the Chiefs here, so you know that Mahomes is one of them. From mm-hmm. 2017 to present day, 11. You want to throw out a couple of guesses for the other two? Indianapolis against Houston. Peyton Manning, 12, 2010 to 2015. And again, this is the longest road win streak versus the division, not just an opponent, but versus Brady. the division. Brady against the AFC East. Mm-mm. Jim Kelly. Mm-mm. Randy, come on. This is one of you. Joe Montana. Joe Montana. 20. Damn. 84 to 93, dude. God dang. <laughs> That's filthy, by the way. Did he have a streak broken because he got cut? Yeah. Probably. Holy balls. That's he a- didn't get cut. He got traded. Yeah. Or traded. I'm sorry. I mean, that's incredible. A 20-game road winning streak versus the, versus the division. <laughs> and those were some decent Rams teams back in the 90s Ooh. with Ellard and all them. Mm-hmm. That's good Damn. stuff. I'll tell yeah. you one thing. What? This is gonna this weekend is going to be the, the test for KC. If KC beats Dallas, they're back. Yeah, that, that's a, that's. I can, a, say, I can say that. I can say that. I mean, that's the game of the week. Let's be honest. It's oh, it's, yeah. it's 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 Kansas City seeing if they're they finally got it right, and it's Dallas going. If we can get past KC, we're definitely contenders. Can I call a timeout here? Montrose? I, I, can't, Montrose? I can't believe you're can, telling me that that the Patriots Falcons game wasn't the game of the week. Can can we flex <laughs> the Chiefs and <laughs> Cowboys? To Thanksgiving Day, right? Can we just flex it to that day? That would be that would be amazing. Yeah, Can that we, would be good. And not have the Raiders and Cowboys or the freaking Bears and Lions. Oh, is it the Bears and the Lions? Oh, oh yeah. for fuck's sake! But they are who we thought they were. Shit. <laughs> shit for years. I hope I hope I have a food coma by then. <laughs> In my opinion, that sucked. <laughs> NFL. I mean, that's, that's How? bullshit. <laughs> How? How? <laughs> that's great. It, it was, uh, can it we was flex the Jordan Green Bay for years? Can, can we flex they, the uh, fucking changed it up? Can we flex the Patriots and Titans to Thanksgiving night as well? <laughs> How do you fuck that up? Jared Goff. That's how you F that up. Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> dude. How, how many first-round picks did Detroit get for him? Oh, man. This is gross. F them picks. <laughs> <laughs> F them picks, y'all. F Fuck them em. picks. <laughs> yeah. Accurate. Accurate. Uh, by the way, so, uh, oh, go ahead. Bills and Saints, at least, for the uh, 
dessert. Not too yeah. bad, but still. I mean, yeah, Tim Boyle. Hmm? Watch him. He, I think Tim Boyle, he might take that quarterback spot away from golf. I saw what that kid was in Green Bay. Boyle, Tim Boyle. He's going to be this, more than likely going to be the starter this weekend for Detroit. Watch that boy. He might end up taking golf spot. At, wow. at first, I thought you said tin foil, and I was like, <laughs> what? Tin foil? <laughs> Damn conspiracy theorist. <laughs> Tim Boyle. Yeah. Okay. Tim Boyle. It wouldn't shock me just because Campbell has called him out so many times. It's like he's got to play better. He's got to he's got to step up. He's got to make plays. And he's just why do you think it? they ran the shit out of the ball, man? Like they were like Campbell's like I can't trust this motherfucker. Hmm. Oh man. no! No. Uh, random fun side note uh, for Thursday night football: Matt Ryan has never beaten the Patriots or the Steelers or the Steelers. And of course, mm. since he's played with them, the Falcons. So, way to keep that streak. Yeah, what? <laughs> there was that Super Bowl that he did help the Patriots with. Well, yeah. no, I think that was on Shanahan Moore. But. Yeah. God, they have run they the fucking ball. Have never recovered from twenty-eight to three. No, no, ever, they have not. Hey, dude, run the ever. ball, run. But money night, how many times have we said his- that? Sorry, Randy. Got go ahead. Cute. I was gonna say after Monday night, don't you think Shanahan learned his lesson? Finally, <laughs> yeah. I mean, Maybe. when San Fran was rolling on Indy and they started getting all cutesy, and Randy's like, "Can you just run the fucking ball?" Mm-hmm. Like they were just Mitchell, gashing us. Yeah, and Mitchell they, was doing his thing, man. I was, I was happy with that. Yeah, like just it, it. I don't care what the league's doing. If you got an effective running game, you fucking run it down their throats, right? You bleed clock, you control them, you you, you basically abuse them on the field. And you, that 11-minute drive by San Fran mm-hmm. and then a 10-minute drive by Washington, like, get some old-school football, man. If, if these people aren't tackling, run it down their throats. Yeah. Do it. Even Debo. Get Debo running down their throats. Shit, man. I mean, freaking Indianapolis, Jonathan Taylor's going to drag our asses to the playoffs. He like, might. What's, he might. What's, what's funny is is – Derrick Henry still leads the league in rushing. <laughs> oh, I thought that man I thought Ta- is a freaking Hall of Famer. He's a beast. I thought Taylor either tied or passed him. He, this did, week. he tied him, but tied. it's still the idea. Derrick yeah. Henry, it's that he hasn't passed him yet. Yet, and it's, so I'm just like, damn. <laughs> so I mean, I that's just you know, and it's a shame that Henry got hurt, and he's yeah, he, yeah. he would have been MVP. He should have should have been MVP this season if he stayed healthy. Yeah. We'll see. In my opinion, yeah. at least. Yeah. They're saying Lamar's the pivotal, I mean, presumptive MVP right now. That's he can be MVP all he wants, but when he crumbles I, in the playoffs, it don't damn matter. It don't matter if you're MVP. The I, we all know this. Yeah. I mean, it, it, the the next chapter for Lamar is all about playoff. It's all about the playoffs, dude. It's what mm-hmm. you do there. Uh, they're a good regular season team, except for Thursday Night Football and a Survivor League pick from Shannon against the Dolphins. <laughs> so. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, we'll see how that plays out. I don't. I don't know that I'm a buyer of, of him. You know, repeat. You know, getting the MVP, being the MVP favorite. I don't know that I'm feeling that. I don't know who the MVP favorite is, but I'm not feeling. I'm not feeling Lamar. I'm not feeling that one. Uh, I'm but tell you, who I actually like is Dak. Well, certainly comeback player of the year. We'll see. We'll see how yeah, they easily. Yeah, we'll certainly mm-hmm. see how it finishes out. But uh, circling back to something that you said, yeah, I mean, it, the the Chiefs Cowboys game is a big litmus test. Um, Cowboys obviously had a downer, 
you know, from one week, and then they just they just lit up. You know, last, it was the Falcons last week. I mean, they beat their yeah. ass. Yeah. So I think the Chiefs game is going to tell us a lot about both teams, and that's definitely one where you, you, you're rolling in expecting fireworks. So it would be a, a bit of a ride if it was like some – 17 to 13 like slugfest uh but that could just be an absolute point explosion but uh yeah i would would, you know if the chiefs are really trending up then they're gonna they're gonna give them a game uh Uh, by the way justin the falcons the last two weeks have been outscored 68 to three that is terrible 60 i mean gronk is disappointed that there wasn't one more point scored (laughs) yeah did they miss an extra point somewhere along the line? Probably. I, was that I, was that the old uh what was it 60 68 I do you you owe me one? Remember that bumper sticker? Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> uh, uh but yeah, 68 yeah. to 3, bro. Like God, that's, that's that's awful. Epitome that's of awful. brutal stretch. Oh my god. The Jets almost feel that pain. Almost. <laughs> <laughs> almost. Yeah, they would have given up at least 70. So, yeah, yeah, you know. yeah, that's true. Or 90, I should say. 45, yeah. 90. Yeah, that's about right. Since we're talking about the run game and, and, and some of the some of the stuff with that, I, I think the, the, the Patriots-Browns game is interesting. Yeah, we just had the Thursday, Thursday night game. But, you know, the Browns were down Chubb. But, you know, that that's a team that is really driven. I think their identity is really the run game. Um, and mm-hmm. and and. You know, the defense, the offense, I think they feed off of that. Not having Chubb is, is such a big loss for them. What the Patriots did against the Browns, I mean, they just took them to the woodshed, dude. Oh, God. And Mac Jones, um, you know, I, I don't know what that guy's ceiling is, but his floor is very good. And his, you know, we talk about fit a lot. And, you know, you're starting to see a bit of knob slobbing from Mac Jones and some revisionist history about, oh, well, should he have gone one? I think Montana actually said the 49ers should have taken Mac Jones. He did. Um, and it, A lot that, of people thought that. Yeah, actually. I know. that, And I'm pretty sure we chit-chatted about that uh-huh. uh, pre-draft. And that's, that's a little bit tough. You don't know what's going to happen with Trey Lance down the road. But I think what we are seeing is that, you know, Mac Jones was certainly uh, NFL ready. And... You know, the accuracy is a big deal, and, and but it's a good fit. That's it's the a, key it, right there. It's a good fit. It's the right team, the right coach, the right system for who he is, where he's at. And you have a, a – you know, granted, you, you don't always know who's the, who the run game is going to be, but they mm-hmm. have a good run game. They have That's a right. good defense. And as uh, true to form with New England, uh, don't judge them by the beginning of the season. Judge them by – mid and late year once they once they're really getting into their groove and by the way how many nfl fans are having like flashbacks right now like oh shit here we go again. here we go again right um, yeah uh, you know again i don't know what mac jones is stealing maybe you know that's something that his career will tell us in time but the accuracy is is legit i mean that dude that dude throws a good ball and um, certainly, you know, throw whatever cliches you want out there. Executes the offense, blah blah blah. I mean, you can you can do all that stuff, but his floor is very high. So we'll see what his progression is like over the next couple of years of his career. But certainly took the right quarterback for who they are. Uh, that's a great fit. It looks like a great fit, and it's so weird to think with the struggles they had last year that now it's starting to shape up, and you're like. How good can they be by the end of the year? You know, and how dangerous might they be in the playoffs? 
Playoffs? It's just Playoffs. it's just wild, man. It's you just know, wild. Uh, it's five wins in a row for them. Mm-hmm. Um, well, four in a row, five out of six. Oh, I thought oh actually, with with actually, you're right with the, with the Thursday night game. You're right with the with the with the win against the Falcons. It is five in a row and six out of seven. Yeah, and, and literally, like two of their losses are by one possession. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you got the Dallas game that was close, the Tampa game that was close. I think the Saints just crushed them. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and they still have to play the Bills twice, so that should be <clears throat> yeah, that, there's your real true test. Yeah, yeah. And that that should be some fun football, man. Because, I would hope so. Um, I kind of I kind of want that series to get split. You know, like <clears throat> basically one in Buffalo, one in New England. You know, mm-hmm. home team wins because that's that's kind of how it should be. Yeah, well, settle it on the field, dude. Dude, I mean, if any if any can win too, I mean that game against New England. I mean, you talk about <laughs> revving up the rivalry again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that should be fun, Lindy. Lindy and me going at it for fun and again in December. <laughs> That's right. Oh, That's right. My gosh, we're and living it, the old days. And I'll, I'll raise a glass real quick. Uh, Matthew Judon, by the way, Lord have mercy. Who, dude, just absolutely leveled Baker Mayfield. Oh God, <laughs> that guy's a beast. That guy is a freaking stud, man. Yeah. That guy is a stud. Uh, in that game against the Browns, forty-five to seven was the final score. They again, they just took them to the woodshed. Uh, Jones was on point. Kendrick Bourne was on point. They had a uh, their first ninety-nine yard drive since two thousand eleven, week two. Uh, Jacoby, wow. I mean, you know, uh, Jacoby Myers got his first receiving touchdown. His teammates mobbed him at the end. That was great. That was fun, by the way. Um, what was it? Uh, Fifteen hundred sixty yards before he caught his first touchdown. It was like the most in NFL history. I'm not not sure on that one, but I, yeah, someone would have to okay. fact check that one. But you know, uh, that was just fun to see, man. When he when he dropped the shake and bake, and then you know, I did that leaping dive into the end zone for the eleven yard touchdown. His teammates yes. just mobbing him up. You're so, right, Shannon. I heard that. So yeah. first touchdown, he had an NFL record one thousand five hundred and sixty receiving yards prior to his first touchdown. Mm. A side note: um, the Browns have dropped four of their last six, and. Do you know the last time they won at New England? Bill Belichick, man. Gotta be, right? 1992 when Bill Belichick was their coach. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, come on now. Come on, man. Come on, man. Uh, But the the Browns desperately need Nick Chubb to be back and Nick Chubb to be right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. They need him to be right. They need Baker to be right. Yeah. I I don't think Baker's, uh, Baker's so beat up. He's so beat up. I, they they need they need to be able to lean on that running game in that defense. They do. Um, they need Chubb and Hunt to both yeah. be right. Yeah. yeah. I I don't think Hunt's back this week. And it, at some point, I'm sort of curious if they just kind of sit on him until after the bye. But we're not gonna because they're playing Detroit this week. Uh, I don't. <laughs> we're not gonna see him. So maybe in week twelve. Maybe. Uh, also, special kudos to Justin Jefferson, by the way. Uh, Vikings Chargers, uh, 27-20. Vikings end up winning that thing. Uh, but Justin Jefferson, man, oh, my Lord, that dude's got some sideline skills. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Ooh. Man, just just a baller. And um, the Chargers have had a little bit of a midseason slump or lull. They, they haven't been quite as good. That's just how it goes sometimes and you know, <laughs> in football, man. But um, that that was a, a mostly entertaining game. 
and of course, it's true to the Vikings form. It was a one-score game. <laughs> um, but kudos to the Vikings, man. They had five players on the COVID list going into that, and they were missing four other defensive starters because of injuries. So, you know, that that was an important game for them. Uh, I, I don't know what their upside is this year. We've certainly, and as a Redskins fan, I dealt with Kirk Cousins, who was a, a guy that just felt like he was close but was sort of fraudulent about a lot of things. And, I, I you know, it, it's just tough. It's it's tough to really have a fair read on them. Something about that combo with Cousins and Zim and just, I don't know, man. I, I, I don't have faith that they're legitimate in any real capacity. But uh, they're capable enough that they could certainly be a spoiler and they could knock somebody good out. Of, they could have one great game and knock somebody, knock somebody out <laughs> of the playoffs, dude. They're quite capable of that. Well, so, and you got to figure that they're like just a, a few plays away from being a, a above 500 team. Yeah, you, there's only one team that's had a lead of at least seven points in every game this season. You know who that is? Minnesota. The Minnesota Vikings. They're the only team that's done that. That's it. I mean, you've got Dalvin Cook running game. You got Thielen and Jefferson as your receivers. Yes. You got freaking Don Zimmer's defense. You, it's usually so, usually, usually usually solid. It's that damn kicking game that gets them. Mm-hmm. Well, tight games, you know, they and which they play a ton of for some weird reason. I think they. I, I would imagine they have the most one score games of anybody in the league. But you know, they're they just tend not to win them. Uh, something goes wrong, or it, you know, it, as Shannon's favorite soundbite. How do you fuck that up? Yeah. How yep. do you fuck that up? I should really just bookmark that as Vikings. <laughs> like I would know exactly. True story. <laughs> I would know exactly what that. Or is. the Lions. I mean, or, either way. <laughs> or the Lions. So <laughs> we'll see how the rest of the season shakes out for Minnesota. I don't have a ton of confidence in them, but they do have an interesting ceiling. Uh, albeit an inconsistent one. Hey, Justin. So, yeah. Do you think at some point the Vikings with these one-score games will be able to shake it off? <laughs> no. Because <laughs> I, I don't think anybody on that team understands the assignment. No. So, unfortunately, I don't believe they're going to be able to you know, go ahead and shake that off for you, McGuffin. Thanks, sir. Yeah, there you go. I was using your words, so you know. I know, I know. I appreciate that. There you go. <laughs> anyway, Randy and Matt are not amused. No, probably not. No. Uh, side note: uh, It's good to see Cam back in Carolina. I, that's another team that I don't know what their ceiling is, but Sam Darnold, woo wee, buddy, man. Have fun oh, being bye. a have fun being a backup, bro, because I think that's where your career is headed. God bless. Um, I mean, there's probably an opening in Atlanta at this point, so <laughs> there is. But it, it it well, I mean, how much worse could that team get if you did that to that poor man? Oh my God, he's still seeing ghosts, right? He's still seeing. I, I think Calvin Ridley's. I think Calvin Ridley's about to retire at this point. <laughs> the Twitter 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 was not kind for the Falcons or Ridley tonight. Uh, there were a lot of people that were like, "If Calvin, oh, if, Cal if Calvin Ridley's watching this game, he's definitely not coming back this year." <laughs> I was like, "Man, that is so wrong, dude." 
but it, look, it, it was fun to see Cam back on field. And I know he, he you know, they obviously, uh, it was a PJ Walker was the starter. So he was in there for goal line and, and situational stuff. Uh, but that it was, it was fun. I mean, honestly, it was nice to see him in a Panthers uniform again. Uh, he yeah. certainly enjoyed that. I love that whole uh, thing where, he, you know, he, uh, in the first quarter, he was at the goal line. It was second and goal, and he ran it in for the touchdown, and he broke out. He took his helmet off and was, like, yelling, I'm back to the cameras. That was fun. Um, I don't know. He, he seems to have a lot, you know, some, some, good, some good juice there. We'll see what really comes of it. I don't have a ton of confidence in that team. I don't believe that McCaffrey will stay healthy the, the, the full rest of the year. But uh, if they're smart with their usage – and they mix in you know more Chuba Hubbard and McCaffrey just to shed some some touches off McCaffrey, Brandon Newton. They might end up being a tough out because when they didn't turn the ball over a ton, uh, they were very good. And then they just got into I mean Sam Darnold fail buckets BSE land. I mean dear God, uh, some of the throws that guy made. And it's weird, you know. I don't dislike Sam Darnold. You know what I mean? I, I don't dislike the excuse me. I don't dislike the guy or anything, but. He just man, he throws some ugly turnovers, man. He really yeah. does. He he just has he just he's got the turnover bug, dude. I don't know if that's ever getting out of that guy. Well, just we, don't. what we saw is the fact that he's not someone you can just lean on and he's going to win the game for mm-hmm. you. He needed he needed that support of McCaffrey and actually getting that running game going. Yeah. And once McCaffrey went down with that injury, all of a sudden, good old <laughs> good old good old Darnold shows up from it's like. Might as well just put him back in green at this yeah. point. Yeah, just just trash. Uh, I did love the line where Newton said he didn't know much of the playbook after he having three days to prepare. He joked that his knowledge was two touchdowns worth. So, but that's all right. <laughs> Those plays you knew you did well, uh, and of course they get the you know it's going to be Carolina and the Washington football team this coming weekend. So everybody's going to be harping on that storyline. Oh, uh, here we go. I know. You know what they're going to harp on. Is that epic rant that Justin had eight years ago <laughs> eight going to the Carolina-Washington game? Yeah. They blew the whistle! <laughs> <laughs> I remember that play very well, and I'm I looked pissed. at Penny. I was like, Justin's got to be pissed because he's there at that game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let me tell you I guys. I was pissed. That was bullshit. Th- this was before you guys were on the podcast, and it was just me and Justin in the basement. That was an hour rant. I got no words in for an hour. Did I talk straight for an hour? I must have really been pissed. You were hot. (laughs) Cause you were talking about how much you spent, you know, your fandom, the the (laughs) plays. I mean, you were just went on and on and on. And I'm just sitting there like he got a lot to get off his chest. Yeah. I got it off. Shut up. Yeah. Cause like, I mean, I may have like, Asked you like a, a thing here or there, like why you were on the ramp, but like it was boom, dude. Yeah. Like that was the first half of that podcast. I was, I, like, I was oh, pissed. Shit. I was pissed. Oh, dude. Son of a bitch. <laughs> That's for Todd. <laughs> it came you up in our Facebook memories not pissed. too long ago. Yeah. <laughs> You had every right to be pissed. I was pissed. Oh, that was brutal. Never seen, never seen bullshit like that in the game. I was so mad. Bruh. I was so mad. And everybody heard the whistle, and everybody stopped. I mean, I was watching the game on TV. I heard the whistle blown. Yeah. 
I don't get it. It's just whatever. Wrong. So uh, realistically, I expect some some Redskins regression, uh, but it hopefully it's a competitive, fun game. You know, uh, hopefully they have a nice uh, post game embrace. I don't need any pregame hugging, but uh, after the game, man, uh, you know, I'm sure there'll be a, a Cam Newton, Ron Rivera uh, post game embrace. I hope and, so. Yeah, there there should be, there should be, but there's going to be a lot of story, and I'm okay. I'm okay. There's going to be a lot of storylines, man. It's going to be a lot of storylines. I'm glad they didn't not they did not bring Cam Newton into DC. Um, not that I hate Cam, I don't. I just don't think it would have been a good fit. It's not a good fit. No, I just don't think it would have been a good fit. But I, I do believe it's nice, and it is still funny how much money they have spent trying to replace Cam Newton only to bring Cam Newton back. <laughs> it's just amazing to me. Uh, money and draft picks, and you, you just should have kept the dude. <laughs> you would have been better off, man. You would have been better off. Um, speaking of better off, Teddy Bridgewater, I hope your business decision for not even bothering to tackle Slay uh, was worth that to you. I do. I don't know how much grief that guy got in, uh, you know, film sessions after that game. Uh, kudos to the Eagles, which always pains me to say, uh, for uh, for sealing that game up and defending the NFC East from the damn Denver Broncos, which is still super weird. But Teddy B, dude, that's embarrassing, man. That's embarrassing. Look, I, I'm just gonna say this. Come on, for going what that man's gone through injury wise, can you blame him? Yes, yeah, I can blame him. I know. Uh, At least try to pull a Dion. I mean, I mean, he looked like he was like, "Hey, dude, when you're running by, do you want to pull my finger?" I mean, that's what it looked like. Look, here's a finger. You want to pull it? I'll fart real quick. <laughs> Three yards and a cloud of fart. Dude, I mean, I don't know, man. Mac Jones on that interception tonight, mate, was on the tackle, and I'm just sitting there like, if my quarterback. If my franchise quarterback, I, I'm not saying Teddy Bridgewater is a franchise quarterback, but my franchise quarterback throws an interception, you get your ass on the ground and you stay there until you hear a whistle. I don't want you making the tackle. Fine, but I, if, if you're not, if, if that's going to be your tackling attempt, don't even run over there. True story. Just, don't, just, just stay out of it. True. Stay out of it. If, if you're going to Teddy business decision that whole play – just stay out of the way, dude. Stay out of the way. So he needs to ludicrous. Yeah, yes. <laughs> he just you the, need to give Teddy B the, the ludicrous treatment. Yeah, he just needed to roll out, man. Just well, that's roll not out. what I was thinking. Oh, well, which one do you want? Move, bitch. Move, bitch. Get out the way. <laughs> <laughs> here, I'll just search ludicrous. I'm sure that'll show up. Oh, here you go. Yeah, move, bitch. Get out the way. Move, Bridgewater. Move, Bridge. Yeah, get move. Get out the way. Move, Bridge. Get out the way. Yeah, that's about right. Move, Bridge. Get out the way. True story. So, anyway, where are we at? Oh, my Lord. I think, Ma- I think McCollum put out a meme. Well, McCollum puts out like a thousand memes a day. but You, you can't keep up with him. I, I think yeah. he had a... He had a meme today that was like, I wonder if he's like, I had a question. I wonder if that bitch ever got out of the ludicrous's way. I, I saw that one. No. <laughs> Apparently <laughs> not. She never did. Apparently is, Bridge no. didn't get out the way. No, so. did not. All right. Well, let's wrap up and get out of here. Uh, we've we've hit one, but uh, if we're not careful, all of a sudden I'm going to have three hours of audio to slog through. It's too much. Uh, the Hokies booted Justin Fuente as head coach. Then it was a long time coming. 
no shock there. Uh, that 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 was time. Uh, I will say the the one thing I, I I super enjoyed from college football was Kansas taking down Texas. Holy crap! Kansas had never beaten Texas at Austin. They had lost twenty one straight Division one games. Yes. Sark, what are you doing, bro? What are bro, you doing? Like, Kansas had Oklahoma on the ropes for a little bit earlier this year, but you know what? Good for them. I mean, <laughs> it, 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 I feel bad for Sark, but. You might be the only one. Looks around. Yep. That's, it's That's just about me. right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I, I, Shannon, you got any wrap-up thoughts, whether it's CFP, NFL? What yeah, have you? you know, everyone is um, – a, a lot of people are upset that Cincinnati is still fifth in the CFP. And I'm like, look, man, Big Ten-wise, Ohio State's got to play Michigan State mm-hmm. and Michigan the mm-hmm. next two weeks. Michigan six, Michigan State seven. Those are elimination games. Mm-hmm. So the Big Ten's got elimination games the next two weeks, possibly the next three weeks, depending on who – makes it out of that <laughs> the next two weeks undefeated. And if that team loses, then they're going to lose a spot. Oregon, if they lose it all, they're eliminated. Mm-hmm. Georgia, Alabama is an elimination game, dot, 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 if Alabama loses. If Georgia loses, that's going to suck for Cincinnati. Especially if it's close, because if it's a close game, you're I don't see that committee dropping Georgia out of the top four. Yeah, unlikely. Very unlikely. unlikely. So I, I know people for the Bearcats are pissed, but here's the deal. Focus on you, win your games. Don't worry about anything else. I want to see Cincinnati in there as, as much as anybody. But do don't listen really to the know? outside noise. Do you really? Of course. <laughs> I always want to see somebody new. I, I want to see somebody new. I want to see an underdog, even if they get their ass handed to them. But, you know, just, just to get that opportunity, man. Yeah. To, just to crash the party and to give the NCAA the big old F you. Hmm. Like, you can't keep them out. Well, we'll see how that shakes out. We'll see how that shakes out, buddy. I, I mean, I, I, have, I have I have about zero confidence that the Bearcats are going to be up in that piece, man. <laughs> I've got I've got about one percent. One percent. So you're telling me there's a chance? <laughs> so you're te- yes, I'm yeah. telling you there's a chance. But fuck them. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> at the end of the day, Ohio State's on a roll right now. Yeah. If, if I. I don't think they're going to lose. Uh, you got to hope for either a Bama loss or an Oregon loss. Yeah. Is, is my uh, two cents on that. There you go. Um, but the one thing that since he does have going for them is they went to Notre Dame at and won, and yeah. Notre Dame only has that one loss, and they're uh, number eight in the CFP. So that's. You know, the big feather on their cap right now. Mm-hmm. Legit. So. All right, buddy. Uh, Randy, you got any wrap-up thoughts, dude? Uh, not really. I'm <clears throat> just kind of hoping that the, the Niners don't fall into the trap game since they're playing the Jags this weekend. Just 
do what they did against the Rams, I think we'll be fine. But clearly Buffalo didn't take them seriously, and we saw what happened there. Yep. Yep. Is it at San Fran or in Jacksonville? It's in Jacksonville. Mm. But after seeing what the Colts did and just ran the ball down their throat, I mean, just duplicate that. Yep. That, I mean, I don't think you really have to fear the Jags offense, but so much. So right. ball control in the death and just run over their asses. There you go. That's, that's what I'm hoping the game. Yep. So does that mean Justin's going to take Sam Fran in survival? I've already used the 49ers. Oh, you have? Mm-hmm. What about Randy? I used him in week one. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I got them out of the way. I got them out of the way early. <laughs> wow. You went ludicrous on Sam Fran right away. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And I would have used Dallas last week if I could have, but I already used them too. So Damn. that that's how I ended up with Tampa Bay. <laughs> I was trying to be, Ooh. yeah, woo, trying to be cute. Learn my lesson on that. Now Randy's in the Randy's in the catbird seat in the survivor pool. By the way, all three of my losses were AFC North teams. Thanks, so AFC fuck, North. Fuck the AFC North. Mm. Yeah, and I went Cleveland this week because they're playing the Lions. Uh, you know, I am also Cleveland this week. <laughs> I am also- so, so one way or another, <laughs> I'm going to stay in the lead. How about that? Yeah. I took the Lions and pick them. Did you? Nice. Yes. Because well, I, I really want to get the Browns out of the way. Same here. You know what I mean? And I figured if, as long as Chubb is back, you know, if Chubb's out again, I, I, I might move. I, I'll probably move that pick off of the Browns. As long as Chubb That's is true. playing, yeah, the, the, Browns should, the Browns should handle that and house them. So... Uh, hey, Whitfield, before you pass out and drink some more milk, whatever you're doing, uh, you got any wrap-up uh, thoughts there, bro? Go Packers. Stay that number one seed. Go, go Packers? What? Go Packers. <laughs> Bruh. Packers. Bruh. This brilliant uh, wisdom brought to you by this deep insight. I was going to say, y'all should probably take the Dolphins this week. They're playing the Jets. The Dolphins that, are That was who I started with. That was who I started with, right? It's hard to trust the Dolphins, though. But if you were, if I you see were, a Flacco rainbow, yeah. If if you, I know, if you were going to use the Dolphins, this is probably the week to do it. But it would be my luck that Joe Sex Panther Flacco would roll out, <laughs> would roll out there and just fucking rainbow, <laughs> rainbow away, dude. <laughs> Holy shit! I forgot about the yeah. Sex Panther. Yeah, oh Joe my God. Flacco, the Sex Panther. <laughs> when he was when he, when he had that playoff run where he was about near damn perfect, <laughs> we that got mo- him the Sex Panther as a gift. <laughs> yeah, that was good times, dude. That was good times, man. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> You're going. What is that? 2012. You're going old school, man. Yes. Yeah. Joe. 2012. Literally our first year. Yeah. First full. Yeah. Joe Flacco and the Sex Panther. That was good. I, I might have to. You know, when we did episode 300, um, you know, we didn't have the real deep dive into some of the really old stuff. One of these days, I always I always think I'm gonna have time to go back and like clip out some stuff from some of the really old school stuff. Um, oh my god. And, you know, Gronk in the box. And when we used to do a lot of songification of things or really just drunken stupidity, which still happens, but we used to do a lot more musicals, drunken stupidity, and we do alternate lyrics for things. I mean, we had a good time. And I keep meaning to go back and, and really pull some of that stuff out, but it's just... It, 
I don't know. Maybe it, maybe it's better in my head. It's kind of like that episode y'all recorded while we were in Jamaica on our honeymoon. It's probably one of those things that's great in theory, but if I go back and listen to it, I might be like, nah, dude. <laughs> no, no, no deal. No dice. But, you know, anyway, we'll see. All right, well, let's get on out of here. Uh, as always, we appreciate everybody, uh, you know, hanging out and listening, and, and hopefully you've enjoyed a couple of tasty beverages along the way. I, I don't know the last time we had a two-part, two-evening podcast, but here we are. We fought through uh, internet loss, and we fought through power outages and all kinds of other stupidity. I had to take a, a nap when I got home from work today to be able to do this tonight, but here we are. Got it done, and as before, enjoying some tasty beverages, so... Uh, but as Dirk says, it is time to shut it down and go home if I can find it somewhere. Oh, there's TLC Waterfalls. Shut it down! <laughs> Let's go home! Hey, do you think that's what that dude said to that singer that was pissing on him? Shut it down! <laughs> Let's go home! Want to go home? <laughs> shut it down! Turn it off! That's enough brass against her. <laughs> <laughs> R. Kelly, I wanna pee on you anyway. It, it probably was just like, uh, we'll do it live. <laughs> well, clearly she intended to do it live, and she did. Yeah. They drafted who? <laughs> what the fuck is this? This cocksucker might not even have a fucking green card. Get the fuck out of I here, you motherfucker! <laughs> I got a cat trying to break into the office all of a sudden. I can't do it. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. I can. I'll write it and we'll do it live. Fucking thing sucks. I just love how angry he is in that thing, dude. Every time. Oh my God. Who the hell? Cares. Every time I you enjoy that. Balls. Oh my god. Yeah. Anyway. Alright, from all of us to all of you, enjoy the weekend, enjoy the sports, uh, have, a, have a great time. We'll catch you next week as we ramp up for Thanksgiving, but yeah, I think we're going to have to do Can Crushing Tuesday. I think, it's, I think that's what we're going to have to do, so uh, we'll see if we can stick to that, be on point, and be ready to roll, uh, but that way I've got Wednesday to flip it, and then uh, we can peace out and have fun and you know, Charlottesville or, or wherever we end up. Because Glutton ourselves on Thursday. The who? Glutton ourselves on Thursday. Yeah, for, whole, a sec- for a second. For a second. For a second, I thought you said the wet nurse <laughs> fails on Thursday. And I'm like, what are you talking about, dude? Bro, <laughs> fuck did that come from? I'm telling you. I mean, that's like me saying tinfoil is the backup <laughs> quarterback for whoever, the Lions or whatever. <laughs> I was like, damn, McGuffin getting the wet nurse. Inconceivable. <laughs> like, what is going on? <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> what the fuck, dude? Boom! Oh. Anyway, all right. Oh, from all of us, all of you. Bye, bye. I know that's still a random one. I always like that one. Here, I'll find it for you. Here you go. Ball sack. I'll just search ball sack, and that'll find it. <laughs> Oh, yeah, this cat is totally trying to break in here. That is crazy.
Ball sack. Rawr. There you go. They're, they're starting to show. <laughs> Ball sack. Rawr. Ball sack. Rawr. <laughs> False start on everybody but the center. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, man. Anyway. There was a call like that, I think, in the li- either this week or the last week. I, I, meant, I can't remember if I said that in the chat or not, but I don't I'll know. start on everybody but the center. Mm-hmm. Let's make sure we play like the fucking New York Jets and not some fucking slapdick team. So y'all need to- the New York Giants select Daniel Jones. Oh, no! <laughs> <laughs> Live video of Mark. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Personal file. Shit. 69. Offense. He was giving them the business. <laughs> That's amazing. Mark's been having the same reaction ever since Gettleman's been there. Yeah, That's about right. <laughs> the D step. Oh, poo. man. I think we've clearly established that was a tremendously big bag of BS opinion. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? It's crap. <laughs> what the hell was that? <laughs> it's crap. <laughs> Dude, I love that. That's a keeper. I should. I should. That's awesome. Put that on the SSD. Right. Oh man, Swedish oh. Chef Bork crap. That's what that's called. <laughs> it's crap. Everything's bigger in depth. <laughs> um, as long as Chris Cooley isn't showing Bruce Allen his playbook, they're probably. <laughs> anyway. Oh man. What else you got, Captain? <laughs> Joe Flacco, fucking awesome. Nice. Mm. You know, <laughs> what on earth was that? That would be the better pick. That was the Whitfield Gremlin laugh. Who would be the better pick of fantasy? Yo, mama. Who would be the better pick of fantasy? Yo, mama. <laughs> yes. It's not. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, all right, all right, all right, all right. Let's get out of here, man. That's fantastic. Crushed him in the face. <laughs> anyway, all right. From all of us, all of you, enjoy your weekend. We are the Sports Brew. As always, thanks for putting up with our crap. And as we like to say, good night now, gentlemen. Get some rest. We'll catch you on the flip side. All right, friends. Night, guys. <laughs> what was the delay there? <laughs> As you can tell by the fact everything I went. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the Sports Brew. I am Captain Snarky. <laughs> oh, my God. Who? <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, gentlemen. All right, Any other some... shenanigans? Oh, there is, but we we should really get out of here. But at least we didn't end up with the podcast mega fail broken loop from I don't know what year it was. That one. We had two and a half hours of that shit. Yeah, this is not a decent. This is we had hours of of podcast that just corrupted, and that's all that we had from it. That's it. It was such a shame. Such a shame. Go.
I still don't know why you made that sound. Jana. I don't either. <laughs> I must have been hammered. Yeah. Did someone grab your balls on that? Good God. <laughs> Let's go to eat a goddamn snack. <laughs> anyway. All right, gents. Get some restful kitchen to oh, flip Lord. side. Good night. I know. Like, it's so easy. Like, it's weird thinking that we recorded last night and then we're recording tonight. You know, and we did an hour and a half last night before it crapped out. And now we're at three hours, so we've done another hour and a half, uh, and that's enough audio to get through. You know what I mean? I yeah, feel like I, 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 I feel like we could just keep going for another hour, but it's a bad decision. So bad, much like yes, much it's like, like a business decision. We yeah. should be like Tay Bridgewater. Uh, we were going in the same direction, man. Good job. I was getting ready to say much like Teddy B, man. It's a, it's a, you know, Anybody else it's like we've done this a few times. Yeah, you know? yeah, a few. A few. What the fuck's that you have to do with anything? Everything. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> anyway. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> oh, it's not the Patriots from my town. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> anyway. All right. We'll get to the flip side. And uh, for right now, good night now. Late. See ya. See ya. All right, friends. Get some rest, y'all. See ya. Later. Later.